2: What is it up, fanboys? It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. It's like
3: riding roller coasters.
2: And here's your host, a man known for his pet. Python, Derek McCaw! That's
4: a side joke nobody's going to that get. That might have been overmodulated. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara. The only place I buy my comics. You bought a bunch today, too. You did? Well, then that's great. Then it's actually true. So it is Wednesday, July 1st, a very exciting evening here at Elusive Comics and Games because we are not alone. Dave Tapia is here. Are Dave Tapia is here. I don't know. Uh, are you on... Uh, How anyway, many cameras does that guy have? He has several cameras. This is weird.
2: He's taking pictures and to upload to our Facebook page. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. He's ah, helping yes. us. Yes.
4: All right. Actually, no, we are... Uh, that's not the center of attention. The center of attention is that they have a celebrity guest He's signing. the official paparazzi of the year. Yes. Uh, writer of the Runaway... I, underground hit... I don't know. Smash. Image guy, smash. Running right now. Chew. Uh, from Image Comics, the second issue came out today. We've got writer John Layman here in the store signing books. Yeah, and not more than like uh, and twelve and yards away from. No, it. He's, he's
2: signing more than books too.
4: Oh, is he? Did uh, you oh, see that one, oh, one really? No, I didn't yeah. see. I, I, she brought it in her purse. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, it, it's just some of the excitement that's happening here at uh, Illusive, Illusive Comics and, and Games. games. Yeah. I, you forgot I, for a second. The name. The name eluded him. I eluded me yes of course and you can tell by now I I am not alone at this table aside from Dave Tapia being here we've got after after somewhat of an absence uh, my Mm -hmm. sound man Lon sad that MJ's gone Lopez oh and of course sound engineer Moral Compass and the guy who just shook his head saying we said we weren't going to mention that well you're the one who keeps going we are not alone we are not alone I see Rick Brett Snyder and I think Mary
3: Jane will come back to the Spider-Man stories
2: (laughs) actually that's true (laughs)
4: Uh, that's coming. up. That's what I was talking about. man. I, 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 I knew that's where for, you were. Come that's on. very. That's actually very true. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon. So I've got a little. I've got I, what I would say is the. What, first, do, what do we got to look forward to
2: tonight before we get? We've to
4: that? got. To, well, hopefully we'll have. We'll be able to pull John Layman away from his legion of fans here, getting getting their book signed, uh, and have a sit down. I don't know if we'll be able to sit in for a an extended amount of time but uh, for a bit we got some new comics coming out uh, including of course Chew number two some Comic Con news movie news a little bit of TV news and I got what would the fans do without us? I don't know. Yeah. Talk to each other. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. So, Study. Instead mm-hmm. of listening to us. Here's the question out there. Sharnold, what do you do when you're not listening to the uh, Fanboy Planet podcast? He studies his algebra. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he graduated high school. He doesn't look it. He buys dum-dums. <laughs> he buys dum-dums and hands them to us. i got to find pineapple. Anyway, um, so we got what I think is probably the first um, reader text message. Um, We're going, like, new high-tech, aren't we? I
3: Actually, we've gotten reader text messages.
4: Lon is trying to seduce me to the dark side of tw- Twittering. Do I say Twittering or I'm tweeting? I'm not even on it. You'll so be one of us soon. Uh, that he's telling me to t- to Twitter uh, for in time for comic book. <laughs> you sound comic like Con. somebody's grandmother when you say that. I need to Twitter. I need to Twitter. Does that entail also tweeting? I don't
3: know. No. Each of your Twitters, each is a tweet. of your messages, is, is a, a tweet, tweet on the Twitter. Oh, well, see how I used the the
4: Twitter just to connect with you. Thank you. I feel that you have reached across the I Just
2: think too, we might get like fan tweets instead of text. There that, you go. Okay, there's so a point. you just go nutty
4: on that. Well, let me get to the actual then text. That Give I it received. to me, baby. And by the way, this is from, of course, little Troy Benson crusading deputy district attorney eternity. <laughs> oh, wait, can, can we forward
2: to this one? You Did he not send in something last week? Yes, he he did. did, yes. Was
4: it the question about Grodd? Yes, did yes. you have an answer about Grodd? I had one... And you weren't here, so go ahead. I had just and fill one in. quick answer to that. Last week, by the way, just for those who didn't listen, is that Troy Benson emailed and asked why is it that he's always referred to as Gorilla Grodd? Is there some other Grodd?
2: Well, I just... There was... Uh, this isn't an official answer. This was just my take on it. Okay. Uh, you guys really didn't... Go over the whole fact that Grodd is a very arrogant character who always felt that apes were or gorillas were superior to man. So maybe point. possibly the reference to Gorilla Grodd. You know, you have a person named Superman. So you know, sort of Gorilla taking,
3: Grodd. So he's sort of taking it back. It's right. sort of so yeah. like it's basically I he am. can't turn that into a negative. I'm I'm owning he's that. Sort Prou- like he's he's a proud. He's proud. Yes, yeah.
4: I'm Gorilla Grodd. Like he's yeah. calling himself. Yes. That okay. was my that was my answer oh, for Troy Benson. It's the G word. That's pretty good. I, I haven't listened to Gorilla Grodd's rap <laughs> albums. But anyway, uh, G-Unit ain't nothing but a G-Thing. So um, anyway, uh, Troy writes in, getting con tickets is getting out of hand. Con!
2: Not tickets. that con.
4: Comic-Con. We're talking oh, about okay. Comic-Con. It's only, what, three weeks away? Saw an ad on Facebook for a woman offering, quote unquote, company in exchange for tickets. What'd she look like? Not ready to go there yet. He did not actually report <laughs> on her aesthetic. You know, I mentioned this before.
3: Maybe she was just confused and she was out wanting tickets for company. Now
4: you and I got that joke. Yeah, I'd like to hear I, you know, from any other fanboy. You, you who, who know, I'm going to I'm going to hazard a guess that if he's listening, Cardi Angelo got it. Okay. So that was for three people. Okay, two of them two of whom are sitting at this table. Okay, sort of like the scribbly DC archive edition. So <laughs> was um, that the end of the text, or what that's was the, the actual of, question? That's the, that, that's the end of the text. The comment that. Uh, it, Apparently, uh, they are being scalped, uh, going for several sev- being offered online for several hundred dollars for uh, four day passes, and it's uh, insanity. Comic Con is sort of letting hints that they may be releasing a few more, in, you know, like about a week beforehand, because of course they sold out and then announced all these crazy things. Uh, um, before I came down here tonight, in fact, I see Dave Tapia standing over there with a Comic Con Insider's Guide. <laughs> oh, it's the Comic-Con Guide. It's just book. book. It, is a com- it is a Comic-Con Guide. Yes. But just before I came down here, there was an update on Dave Tapia's Facebook that said they confirmed that Hall H is being outfitted for uh, 3D. Now, this does not surprise me, but... Because uh, he said, can we say <laughs> well, Avatar? The fact
3: that it was 2D previously and people walking into walls. Absolutely.
4: And, it's just yeah. that Hall H was actually just two planes. It, it, <laughs> and, uh, but it was outfitted for, to project... Flatland. to be Flatland. To be 3D. Uh, because, of course, rumor has it, though, I don't think it's actually been officially confirmed, but I'm going to say that that's as close. Wink's as good as nod. James Cameron is supposed to be coming to show yeah. stuff from Avatar, which... Everybody's talking about Avatar being this is the film that is going to change the face of theatrical. It's going to blow everyone away. <laughs> That's what they said about Waterworld. <laughs> it sort of did. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good like, stunt. How much show? did this cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, you know, actually, let's not be fair. You know, I hate to tell to take the urban myth away, but Waterworld did actually make oh, money. I liked Waterworld. Waterworld tanked in the U.S. but did extremely well worldwide, <laughs> like Terminator Four. Yeah. So. Um, that's the, so I did we, not
2: like Terminator. No. I did not, so who knows? All right, mark the time. It's almost 8 o'clock. Derek stands up for
4: Waterworld. All right, add uh, that to 5 to class. 7. No, okay. I've never seen Waterworld, but I thought the stunt show at Universal Studios was excellent. Okay. I don't feel like right. I need to see Waterworld now. Okay. Um, Dennis so,
3: Hopper, man, any Dennis Hopper? Maybe. Okay,
4: well, anyway, so uh, you know, Comic Con will be there. We'll be trying to do stuff, but uh, uh, in addition, Peter Jackson, we know that uh, we well, we just got to think there's going to be a big Farscape push. Yep. They're remastering Farscape for DVD coming in November. Awesome. Zack uh, Snyder is going to be doing some Zach Watchmen. Sni- N- thing. I think I think they're actually scheduling the director's cut, a showing of the director's cut. At Comic Con as well of Watchmen.
2: No, he was going to be doing live like Blu-ray commentary. Oh, I okay,
4: okay, wow, that's what I that read. I think that may be, yeah. um, and, and that's a confusing thing for me. We may come back to later in the podcast yeah. to talk about Blu-ray commentary. I'm I'm a little there, but I also uh, got an announcement that uh, Green Lantern: First Flight, which comes out, I guess the that's week the after animated word. the animated yeah. one is not uh, the Nathan Fillion uh, vehicle the, that, that Chris, Chris Garcia <laughs> believes is going to happen. Chris, right. we miss you. Um, <clears throat> that uh, Green Lantern First Flight will have its world premiere at the con on July 23rd, my birthday. <sighs> Just put, put it out wow. there now so wow. fans, you if you want stand to... stand up
3: in the middle of the aisle and say, can
4: I have a copy? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Please. <laughs> I'm
1: 44. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
4: say
2: the 40 part really soft. I'm
1: 40.
4: four years
1: old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Please. Um, We're all looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time.
4: You know, yeah. That's what I love about Con. It's always always my birthday. Last year I celebrated by sitting next to a young Lon Lopez and watching Tropic Thunder. That was a good time. That was a good time. And Tim. Tim was there too. And Tim Watson. Mr. Watson's over there. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some comics. Um, Okay. Here we go. The reason we gather at Comic Con. I read comics. Or it used to be. Now it's a celebration of the popular arts. But uh, there's a lot of stuff happening this week in comics. Um... Uh, in addition to, said, why well, we have John Layman here, Chew 2, which, Chew number 2, not Chew 2, <laughs> like so are <bizarre. laughs> Chew 2 bo <boop> And <laughs> and It's okay. a Lucas dialogue all of a sudden. <laughs> so all of a sudden, a sudden sh- he's yeah. Jaja. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Captain America Reborn Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, uh, coming out. It came out today. Did uh, you guys
2: talk about Cap 600 last time, last podcast? A little bit. Well, we talked a little bit did about it. Did you guys read it? I, I did.
4: Yeah, I read it. What would you guys think? It was fine. Just fine, fine. It was fine. Is what was. It was there lot. was
3: one reveal in it, which was what. Uh, Sharon Spoiler Carter's... Uh, that the gun, the gun wasn't a real gun, yeah. right? Which was, I thought like, was kind of weird. It's almost. It, I bet. Th- I well, think they're actually, setting up that she was like a laser sighting device for another gun. For
4: uh, for so here's what actually. There's been some speculation online uh, on io9.com. Uh, I like to give them props because it's a, re- it's a really good site, um, and they clearly have time to update quite a bit, and I find it very well written. Um, but they had a good speculation that actually all the clues are out there in plain sight. The other thing that the Red Skull, Arnim Zola, and Dr. Faustus were playing around with is clearly Dr. Doom's time platform. Oh really? And so, what they're speculating is that actually is that they know in what's been released of Captain America Reborn's like preview pages is like flashback stories, and maybe they're not actually flashback stories, but what Sharon did was get him lost in time. So what you're saying is he's got to get back in time. Back in time. Back in that time. he's sort of that he's sort of reliving his time as. Uh, his career as a soldier to sort of then revivify his uh, commitment to what the American dream means because he's going to have to re- he's re- been reliving the past seventy years. Oh, interesting! That's and actually, wacky. when you that's kind of that, like Batman. And is. when you think about yeah, hmm, when you think about that, considering that it is Marvel's seventieth anniversary, that's not a bad. Yeah. tie-in and a reason to have that happen. So yeah. if that's true, I don't know that it's true. What I thought about Captain America 600 was it was, a, it was more like a checking in with all of the yeah. ancillary characters, see, all the cast. As a Cap reader, I love that. Uh, no, I,
2: thought it was, I thought it was well done. Don't I really like the one, like the story with Bernie, his old girlfriend, because that's like during the 80s. A reminder yeah. of Bernie. Yeah, that's, yeah. Everybody's that's been, When I yeah. used to read yeah. Cap, it's like I used to love the Cap Bernie. Cap the really. Falcon. Yeah, and, and it was just like
4: when he was the artist on Captain America yeah, comics, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, and that that one story about the auction and stuff and the uh, Oh yeah, you know, yeah. That yeah. was great. No, well done. I'm not, yeah. you know, I, So, it, I think it gets more than a eh. I think no, it gets a, huh.
3: I think the only thing that that, bought, uh, that I didn't I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but the thing that didn't cohesively do it for me uh, I, if you would give me like one solid story that went instead of breaking it up through the whole See, thing. for
2: me, I mean, I mean it was definitely a
3: good check in with all the characters reminding you who the cast was and giving you a lot of history of the wait story. let me ask you this are
2: you current uh, currently a Cap Reader yeah okay see I'm not I stopped kind of right around Bucky uh, becoming yeah. so for a guy who's been off it for a while it was a really nice way to check like you said check in with all the characters so I could feel like I could jump back on to Cap Reborn okay. you know what okay. I mean okay, so well, that, that was a that's positive. good
4: yeah. now if you if but because this was touted so much in uh, the, the mainstream media, so to speak, uh, would you say if you had not known anything about CAP and come into 600, would that have made a difference For would it have helped?
2: I think if you knew nothing about CAP, 600 would just be confusing, wouldn't it? I you? agree. Yeah.
4: I totally agree. So, and, and the truth of the matter is they've not gotten as much attention – or his rebirth as they did for his death. But then it, then we know, I mean, there've been a couple of trades come out recently though around cap. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, but I mean, they've so. gotten no, but I mean, they didn't get the attention in the media right. Uh, right. for right. that America's coming back as they did when But oh, you know they what Kevin they should have
2: done and I think we talked about this off air was there was speculation that it was all going to coincide with a casting announcement, you know what I mean, like for the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have Got massive. That was, that was speculation, but you know
4: what? His and maybe I should get back to that later. There had been some. There's been some Marvel interviews with like Zach Penn and with one of the executives talking about the development of the Avengers film, mm-hmm. and they're not there. Right, I mean, that's right. really what it comes down to. They are not there for who they're going to play. Who's going to oh, play got Captain America? Still, they do, and that's and that's been kind of the point. There, it would have been, I think, a, quite a nice multimedia crossover to be able to say all this and boom well
2: yeah but they've got two years now to build back the legend of Cap
4: so when the movie's ready to go they can pop it out Mm -hmm. Um, a a long uh, in the in the promising uh, comic book miniseries by the way hit today as well Justice League Cry for Justice number one which is James Robinson uh, of course wrote the Starman pick that up even though the little preview they did didn't grab me it's a little slow moving but I'm intrigued by. Uh, art looks fabulous. The art looks fabulous, but that's because, and that's part of why I think it's slow moving. Is it's a uh, painted <laughs> the art's bogging him down. It, well, you know, again, when you get an artist that people don't know very well, and it seems like this guy, this guy lucked out. I can't even think of what his name is. He's uh, an Italian painter. He lucked out because he took over for Howard Porter on the Trials of Shazam miniseries. But at the point where people weren't. You know, people had stopped buying it, basically, so he finished it up for Howard Porter. And he got a lot of critical attention for, wow, you know, this guy's a beautiful painter, beautiful artist. But by that time, nobody was reading – well, it, people were reading it, obviously, but it was it had trailed off in its excitement. So this is the chance to kind of reintroduce him in a high profile with James Robinson. People, our fans yeah. are going to pay attention to that. But the downside of that is then that you want to show off how well this guy can paint all these characters. Sure. So it's like two, three panels per page. The layout's very slow and very much a lot of posing. And there's a lot of talking. A lot of talking. Is it
2: reminiscent of of Alex Ross kind of stuff? Or
3: Alex Ross? I mean, I don't. These seem like more like like you said. They're just
4: posing. They're just posing. Whereas I think the strength of Alex Ross as a painter is he's. Painting moments mm. in time, you like. Yeah. You feel like you're catching something very kinetic. But are they? F- is this guy exactly. photorealistic like uh, Ross, or uh, no? not? Quite, no. not quite. But he, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I mean, he's I got
3: tones. He's got highlights and sh- and shading and stuff. It's very. It's how did it compare
4: to that guy who did a uh, Secret War? Oh, uh, Gabriel Otto. Um, yeah, yeah. That I that? liked it better than that. Okay, I liked yeah. it better than Secret War. Uh, but I, I like the James Robinson is kind of. I think some of it's editorially driven. Like, I, I have a difficult time with Hal Jordan complaining that... He sounded whiny. He opinion. sounded whiny, but he talked about how heroes die, and, and we should be getting... It. It's like, Hal Jordan really, the guy who became <laughs> paralyzed, <laughs> has been dead, <laughs> yeah. uh, and came back, uh, and Oliver Queen, who also has been dead, yeah. comes back and sides with him. these days? I, well, you know... Yeah. Wonder Woman, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. lecturing to a <laughs> room... she's she not really alive anyway. He's lecturing... She's just clay. Yeah. No, she uh, died in
2: crisis, though. Remember when she came back?
4: Well, she was, yeah, she was... um, So they've all died. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point. is to say, we lost Bruce, we lost John, and it's like, and we lost you at one point. Um, (laughs) And and we lost Bart. Oh, wait, here he is. is. (laughs) How did he come back? We don't know yet. And look, Connor's on the horizon. Hey, there's Barry.
2: Hey, Barry, I thought you were dead. (laughs) Nope, I'm right here.
4: Yeah, so it's a little (laughs) odd. And it's
2: Benjamin Franklin walking
4: (laughs) in. (laughs) I stepped into the Speed Force, my golly. Wait, my gosh, there's a great series. The Founding Fathers. <laughs> we thought they were dead, but they're back. And they'll never stop vomiting. Uh, Franklin invented suspended animation creation. with a key <laughs> and a kite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, save that. We'll be working on that. We'll be brainstorming Trademark. that. Trademark. Mm, correctly. Um, any, Founding Force. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... I think we got that that's uh, anyway um so I, I thought that was kind of weird but but then but then he's throwing in uh it's like Kongorilla gorilla is going to be a member of this ju- of this justice League <laughs> and I think really
2: Kongorilla?
4: <laughs> gorilla What's his magic power to get people to line up behind him and dance or no he, no he's uh he this is this is competing with Gorilla Grodd. Congo oh. Rilla is one of DC's oldest characters, actually Congo Bill, oh. and which James Robinson in the back mentioned, and I've forgotten about this. There's actually even a <laughs> movie serial for Congo Bill, which I've never wow. seen. But in 1947, there's there's three that I've never seen that I really want to. There's a Black Hawk, Congo oh, Bill I'd like to see the Black Hawk Congo Bill and uh, Vigilante. All three have movie the, serials. The Western Vigilante. The Western Vigilante. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, from nineteen the nineteen late nineteen forties, were all the cereals. Uh, so Congo Bill had a had a cereal, and uh, so Congo Bill. Then later, when the, when the superheroes came got revived, they they added to him that he was given a, a ring that would allow him to change bodies with a giant golden gorilla, and so that he became Congo Bill became Congo <laughs> <laughs> And yes, it is as silly as it sounds. He was for a long time a member of the Forgotten Heroes, which was a collection uh, a grouping of of DC's lamest superheroes I think it's
3: kind of funny that every now and then you have some hero who obviously belongs in the Justice League but he's like pondering whether or not he really deserves to be there you know yeah. will they accept me when I, that's the group dynamic had, but in walks Gorilla no, really.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and they all cry for justice yeah. uh, which is what liter- I mean literally and that's probably this is heavy handed is that every every hero introduction ends with that that oh. they cry for justice and what's the name of the series Cry, Cry for, for Justice, <laughs> 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 which will, which is a paid, like a seven issue miniseries, which will tie, which will then lead into James Robinson will be taking over the regular Justice League of America book, okay. and they'll get is, is uh, Buana Beast going to be in that? Uh, movie? Oh, uh, oh no, okay, no uh, Buana Beast. Um, and I had forgotten this. They decided that Forgotten Bwana, Heroes, that Buana Beast was a was a politically incorrect name. So actually, the white guy who had been Buana Beast had died years ago and been replaced by another guy who allied himself with Kongorilla.
2: And now he's called Joanna Man
4: Freedom Beast. Oh, give me a break! Yeah, it didn't take off. But I think after Brave and the Bold, Buana Beast has got to come back. Creepy power. Why was it? Well, why awesome. was it? Uh, Pete. Was it politically incorrect? Because Buana is essentially the white overlord. Oh, <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> can't have that. Uh, <laughs> have him team up with Grand Wizard. I'm just right? saying. Can you? Can you understand why that might be a little? <laughs> yeah. um, hmm. Uh, yeah, so Kongorilla, Gorilla, uh, the Freddie Freeman, Captain Marvel will be a member. Ray Palmer as the Atom, who believes that... What about you know, Ray Palmer Jr.? That the other guy, the, 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 the kid that's been, the Asian guy that's been the Atom in the right. most recent the series... Choi. Choi, thank you, um, is uh, going to stay as the Atom, but Ray Palmer feels that he... he he doesn't himself have to really. There's room enough be in this there. world for two atoms. For two atoms. atoms, exactly. Well, he doesn't have to be called the atom. Right. So Ray, P- Ray Palmer. so Ray Palmer can cry for justice, uh-huh. and so there's although when he cries for it, it's more like
1: justice.
2: <laughs> Who said that? Uh, I'm down
1: yeah. here, guys. Come on, help me,
4: help me. Um, Don't get me angry. <laughs> you wouldn't. I'll get big. I'll get seven inches. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> anyway now we've mocked it and yet I'm still looking forward to the series it's just a slow start it, it and I, but I like the kind of eclectic mix of heroes and we'll see I'm not sure the motivation we've seen this before because it was a justice League task force there's been that Justice League uh, there was that dark justice League a few years ago um, dark justice League they what what I don't remember what they called themselves but but Wally was on both teams. He did. He, and, and, oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they was did, like, they did like dark. Like, it was yeah, it's almost like, like, like. Black Ops um, or something.
3: Like the Strike. The Justice League Extreme. X yeah, Force, kind yeah. of. Th- for Justice League. Yeah, Extreme. Yeah, Force, yeah. yeah. so, you know. It, Didn't make much sense, really. The
4: idea has happened before, and. The, yeah. the, what It'll community. happen again. Hey, you know. it's, hey, it's all like Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, and and speaking of things that have happened before, is Dick Grayson has been Batman before in the 90s. Yeah, I want to talk it's about. Called this. Prodigal. So Batman and Robin number two came out today, as good as Batman and Robin number one. Love it. Love Frank Qu- uh layouts. I'm not still. Sometimes I'm still not sold on the way he. makes You know, it look. I'm
3: looking at the Batman and Robin number two cover. You know who this reminds me of is Michael Kaluta. Yeah, I could see that. Really, yeah. I mean the cityscape and And, and setting hands up some just
2: really creepy villains. And I was gonna. Can I can I speak on that real yeah, fast too? Yeah. Uh, I read the first one. I haven't read the second one, but I'm I'm, I'm hooked now. But and you will it's be. This just, is a great second It's just issue. Uh, Morrison and uh, quietly, right? Quietly, quietly. Um, it just it feels like I'm reading a British version of Batman. You know what I mean? Like, d- did you get that at all? Like, did you feel like this was Batman in England almost? Or it's like he's referencing Mr. Toad, and then well, I thought it was
4: weird when he said "tally ho," but you know. <laughs> wait, he said "tally ho, no. chum," "tally ho, chum," <laughs> "let's go." I say, I say, Robin, why yes. aren't you responding? That's what I feel like when you I'm might. reading it. I, I, I
3: see where you're getting that. I anyway, mean, this is I'm, well, I'm but, really but but, to but, but the thing has
4: been that Mr. Toad and these they're all European carnies, and <laughs> what I like about it is that it's really. as as fun and adventurous as it is tying into something that gets left out a lot for Dick Grayson is he's a circus guy. Uh He's a circus kid. So the whole thing is this is a Batman who is even better suited to fight these particular villains Mm. Because Maybe Unlike Bruce Wayne He's got the Carney background. And he can speak the lingo
2: Sure But does he have Bruce Wayne's intensity Well that's, you know the, I mean? and that's
4: the thing And that's what Damien's upset about So you've got this really good Conflict between them Where Damien's like this And then of course Commissioner Gordon Who doesn't know That Bruce Wayne died And will assume, I we'll assume They didn't even reference Gordon In the first one But they, they, they do here they Where, oh, where someone says Does Batman look oh, shorter yeah, you to you right. And, you know, and so, and there's this, yeah, there's something different, and, you know, I mean, he's been there before, he's recognized this, but it's interesting, the tensions are kind of being set up really nicely. I'm digging that book, because I knew I would be, but... Um, uh, the ending was very creepy. The new oh, villains oh, of and, number one. And that comes back, uh, Pig, P-Y-G, mm. Mr. Pig.
1: P-Y-G, pretty which is, pig!
4: Which is like <laughs> a reference to Animal Farm. A book that Lon's never read. But you might I saw have, the movie. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you might have seen Patrick the movie. Patrick Stewart is the main one. Uh, that was the second uh, television movie of it. Yeah, it yeah I an saw anima- that. An animated film. That, that I is. never saw that. Right. right. Um, and uh, a little bit of sadness uh, for me. J. Michael Straczynski has announced that he is leaving Thor. Verily. Aye, verily. And oh, mainly because he did not want to play ball with uh, the next big Marvel crossover event. He wanted to continue writing Thor in its own little corner of Iowa. Wait, yeah. there's
2: going to be another
4: big of crossover? Of course there's going to be another crossover. Oh. You know why? I have crossover Because fatigue. you keep buying them. I don't buy them. Uh, I know. You keep reading them in the store when oh, no sorry. I have to review. It's me. Uh-oh. It's you. You keep buying them. Uh, Do we have any inkling to what
2: the next big crossover is? I don't care. Was it, this
4: Dark Rain? Now there's going to be... Um, Galactus Rain? Talking Rain. Rain in the gutter. Talking gather. Rain.
2: Okay. That's the reference to it my software.
4: Tonight's uh, podcast is brought to you by, by Talking, talking rain. rain. You can't peach. buy this around here. That's it would bad. be brought to you by Diet Pepsi Vanilla if PepsiCo would start shipping it back to the Bay Area. Mm. Find out more about Talking Rain at TalkingRain.com. No. Delicious. No, write to Pepsi. Derek is getting cranky without his Pepsi. Bottle. And if well, you are rain a sponsor and necari. you'd like to sponsor this podcast, write to... Editor at FanboyPlanet.com. We have over... A- I don't know how many hundred listeners. Five listeners, at yeah. least five. Uh, so, because uh, I think it's five different people have written in. Although, Mikey Wagger, where are you? Anyway, <coughs> um, so JMS is leaving Thor, but we know he's going over to do that Red Circle uh, series uh, of books, reintroducing the Archie Heroes to the DC Universe. Yeah. Um, as well as, I don't know if you picked up that last Justice League, which talked about the f- explanation for why. All the uh, Milestone characters were now suddenly in the DC Universe. No, I haven't read that one yet. They secretly tied it all into Final Crisis. Oh, my. My God, it actually mattered. Anyway, um, and the other book that JMS still needs to finish for Marvel is... The Twelve. The Twelve, which was my favorite book last year. Which is
3: supposed to be 12 issues. 12 issues. And And it's a
4: murder mystery, by the way, established from the beginning. And they got to six issues? Seven? Was there seven? I don't don't know. The last one was with the Black Widow, but I don't know... Uh, and so Chris Weston on his on his blog posted that's the artist on the twelve said about the twelve. Your guess is as good as you know as much as I do, and that hurts me. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Apparently, JMS gave a gave an interview last week where he said it will be finished come hell or high water. But now I don't know when hell or high water are <laughs> yes, coming. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, oh, it's 15 minutes it's to high water. Right. Now, better get working on it. Now, someone you're uh, encountering saying, you know, we waited like two, three years. Back in the 80s, we waited two or three years for the last issue of Camelot 3000. So you Really? Know, Did we? Yeah, it was. Two or three years? Uh, two or three years between the 11th wow. and 12th issues. And Time were, heals all uh, wounds. wounds. And there was no internet to get all upset about it. Maybe that's the question. Are we too? That like, was the ARPANET. I was on. Well, that. <clears throat> yeah, you were, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. I can't even insult you because, yeah, you did. You had discovered girls. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, uh. Yes, I had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't have to. oh, now you just hurt me with the way you, you snarled that. Um, snarl, snarl. Uh,
1: Snarf. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so you were a bride? Is that what you said? No, it was you? pride. Oh, it was a pride. Snarl. Oh, yes. Uh, but we, you know, back then we didn't complain. Is that, has the internet made us all? We complained like, all the time. Nobody heard us. Uh, yeah, there you go. Nobody heard us. And now everybody we didn't hears blog. It. We, didn't we didn't have, have a we didn't voice. Have it. We, you'd walk into a comic book shop and you go, "Where's Camelot three thousand? I don't know. Maybe you can wait for the next issue of Amazing Heroes. Maybe this that editor Mark Wade will have something to say about it. You mm-hmm. know, and and no, so." Um, so who knows when we're going to see the 12. Let's talk about a series that's going to be finishing up soon. Maybe it'll, It may be two three years before the last episode comes oh, out. no, 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 no. no. Uh, we, uh, episode? Uh, issue? issue? Issue. But it's going to be a special giant-sized issue separate from the regular run, which is Wolverine, Old Man oh, Logan. Oh, yeah. Which, in fact, they, they, they left that on a cliffhanger and then started a new um, reader-friendly version, a storyline for those who went to see X Men Origins Wolverine and really want to know what happened to him in Japan, and we uh, yeah, are we Lana talking, old just, I'm talking we, about we, old man Logan? talking about I just uh, I am talking about old man Logan. We were well here.
2: initially I was gasming about it. Yeah, I was early. initially kind of un. I don't know maybe unimpressed or on un- I was I was down oh, let's, on let's Miller be straight a little up bit. on it.
3: We made fun of this book when we first, right, right. first heard about it saw yeah. the well, only when you on drove up
4: you had to drive a car through Hank Pym's
2: I think that was the one part where we were <laughs> right like, right yeah. But as the story progressed you know this is the same crew that gave us Civil War right McNiven and uh yes Miller Yes, and uh, the last issue—I don't know what the number was—seventy-three, maybe seventy something. I don't know, but it has the Red Skull in Captain America's right. outfit. I must have read like literally. Granted, I was on vacation, and it was this the only thing I had to read. Now, but so, uh, yeah. I, I read that thing at least three times. Just went over because a, it was illustrated beautifully, yep, um, and b, it just—it it was the culmination of the story. Everything it's been building up to. Everything you've been wanting to, you know, you want Wolverine to fight, you want him to pop his claws, you want him to do all this stuff, and it finally comes to a hand. So this
4: is going to be, it'll be finishing up this summer in Giant Size X-Men, Giant Size Wolverine, Wolverine something or other? Number one, probably. Um, Little Man Logan. Yeah, it'll be subtitled Little Man Logan. And if not, you know, in three months, four months, there'll be a really nice hardback cover in time for Christmas. The
2: trade's going to be awesome because I think when you read this whole thing together, it really works as a, you know, a fun story or whatever, and I think that uh, it'll be really entertaining. And so. a glossy,
4: high-quality reprogram. Plus, the other
2: thing I really love in comics, and Rick, I don't know if you enjoyed this or can speak on this too, is uh, I always joy, enjoy... Uh, like comics, when they look in the future, and there's there's always like a conquering hero who has the display case of all the hero's weapons. Oh, and in costumes. this case, it was it the, right. the, the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah which that, uh, Peter right.
4: David did in Hulk Days. If right, right. right, oh, that was
1: going,
3: and, and that was a great couple of panels just to like yeah. look over with a magnifying glass. Yeah, and so
4: I,
2: I love like when a book does that, and well, this one had a great. Well, example can I say that
4: though, that, and this sparked. It reminds me that last week Marvel also announced at the same time. while you're raving about this great future look at Wolverine. They did send out a, a cover image for Wolverine: The End. Didn't they already do Wolverine: The End? Well, they did like it for X Men three times. Yeah, you know, you, you know, mm-hmm. we you know we don't do in comics. We don't revisit the same idea often enough. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Especially when it's the final,
3: final, final. Right, final this story. time for sure. Yeah. the end.
4: We really mean it. Yeah, the end, part five. So um, they've got it, and, and then they're going back to the beginning. With the Marvels project, I got a got a thing for that today, and I'll try to get that art up, um, which is by Ed Brubaker and I believe uh, Mike Perkins, the art uh, team that had worked on Captain America, or creative team that worked on Captain America, going back in time, in time for the 70th anniversary of Marvel, to talk about the first experiments to race to get a the super soldier in World War II. Which I think is also then going to be, uh, from one of the the images I saw, sort of imply that um, there were earlier versions of the Hulk and Spider-Man, and they're not saying it's a what-if universe or an alternate like that... um, Really? uh, That bullet... uh, This is almost as good an idea as noir. Well, you know, I hate to tell you this, not having read noir, but... um, there are people raving about that book, and yeah. it sold fairly well for them. Yeah. So, are we just zombies? Not me. No, and actually, and on this, I should say that um, that whoever rates, you know, stocks has uh, just said that Marvel is upgraded to a total buy. That they believe that Marvel is the is the one uh, stock in the next twelve months that's really going to go up. So, that's Marvel. If Marvel Comics saves the economy, DC, what about DC's stock? Uh, D.C. has no stock. They're Time Warner.
3: Oh, that's right. What about Time Warner stock?
4: I don't know. They've got this little thing called Harry Potter. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? They've got this Wonder Woman movie coming out sometime before the apocalypse. You know, you should just introduce him so he doesn't scare people. Oh, by the way, sitting down here. Hey, everybody, I'm here. You scared me. Michael Goodson has sat down at the table smelling faintly of cologne. Gentlemen. Mm. Uh So, uh, just off work, there It came in late to our comics conversation. In time for us to talk about Wednesday comics, which I saw a preview uh, for. They, right here, you have uh, in the back. They have the 15, but actually, I believe behind the counter, there's a the comic journal. Had the first page of the Batman serial, which looks uh, really cool. But yeah, you go ahead. Read we that. Should, off.
3: We should run this down. You should know the, the premise. Of course, is the the large oversized sunday, sunday style com. comic
4: from the 30s and 40s really i mean we're not even talking comics now we're talking one page, newspaper. page per character and we're talking 16 pages mm-hmm. so i'll run it down and we can just like
3: do a quick uh, love it hate it yeah
4: by the way at 3.99 coming out july 8th that's why we're talking about it now because next Number week it one, starts
3: july 8th, 2009 metamorpho Derek hey,
5: likes don't don't you love that guy i am there but
4: uh, also you got to go who the creative uh, team sales. is uh, gaiman Neil all Gaiman, good. Neil Gaiman, and Mike Allred, Allred,
5: and and that's, oh. gonna, be, that's gonna be one okay. weird book. It is it okay,
4: <laughs> okay. Even Michael Goodson just just went okay. Maybe I'll stop mocking Derek for a minute.
5: I was ooing cathartically
4: for you. <laughs> oh, thanks. For you, yes. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me.
3: And we all if people don't recognize no. Mike Allred. That's, uh, that's Madman. Madman, and uh, and ex, there was ex-force. ecstatic, ecstatics, yeah, yeah. Uh, Teen Titans. And I didn't recognize any of the names, so I'm not going to say them. Uh, Eddie Braganza, the, okay. one of the editors of DC. And BC. Galloway. Is, don't we know him?
4: No. Tom Galloway? No. <laughs> is Galloway a listener there? No. None of his artist. He might be as a writer. You never know. Okay. Strange Adventure. Looks like Adam Strange. By Paul, Paul by Pope, Pope, Pope. Which is awesome. Oh, you're really Pope. good at Awesome. I do like
3: Paul Pope. Paul. I'll say the names you say the artists without yeah, even Some of them I don't know.
4: Supergirl. I, Amanda Connor. Big Boop is me. And... I don't know who I can't remember who's writing it. Palomotti, uh, of course. The husband and wife team, Amanda Connor and Jay Oh, this is an out. easy one. Sergeant Rock, Kubert and Kubert. Yep. I don't um, know which is which. Who's doing what? Okay. Is it Adam and Does Andy? It matter? Is it Adam and Andy, or their and their little no, daughter? Andy and Adam. Their little dro- daughter Audrey is <laughs> there. Like they got together as twins and had. Uh-uh, anyway. And we have Batman uh, by Eduardo and Azarello. Riso, Azarello and Rizzo right. doing the artist. Commandy. I don't know who the team Gibbons is. Gibbons and Sook. Gibbons and Ryan Sook. That's going to be awesome. Hawkman
3: Man. By Kyle Baker. And that looks... that just I'm just looking at this one little quarter size... Uh, I
4: know. that Those little images are enough to make you go, Yes, yeah. I want it now.
3: Yeah.
5: What do you forget when you remember all of these names?
4: My... Children?
1: <laughs> okay, so there's,
4: there's... The next one coming up has
3: three people listed. And... Uh, so I'm getting...
1: I call Inker.
4: Metal Men. Dan Dio. Yeah, that's one I think... Jose both. Garcia Lopez. Yep. And I can't remember who the Inker is. Nolan. Kevin Nolan. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Then we've got Wonder Woman. By somebody. Caldwell. Talent Caldwell. Okay, I'm good for that. Then one of my favorites,
3: all-time favorites, Dead Man.
4: <laughs> I didn't recognize anybody on that creative team, but I'm Lullard all for it.
3: Hellick. Superman.
4: By Lee Bermejo is the artist and. Arcudi? John Arcuti. Then okay. Green
3: Lantern. And I love the fact that, the, that they've got. Lantern is written in the same way that you see uh, like bowling alley signs with like alternating uh, rectangles up and down. But that's uh, Brusek and Quinones. Uh, okay. Let's Jose
4: Quinones. The art looks good. I've seen the art and I, I dig Oh, it looks it. fine. It looks fine. Um, Flash? I don't know who the creative team is, but I'm Hershey I'm there. and Fletcher.
3: Okay, sure. And then we've got
4: now. This is what I've been like going back and forth on because it says Demon, the Demon, and Catwoman. Catwoman in a team up that you've been dying to see. <laughs> Simonson
3: and Selfries. That's Brian Stelfreeze? Stelfreeze. Stelfreeze.
4: Red Sulfridge's so awesome time. artist, song. Demon if, and Catwoman. I don't know if it's Walt Simonson or Louise Simonson writing that.
3: You know what could be really cool is if Jason Blood has this kind of like classy interplay with with uh, Kyle, uh, so. Selenia, Selenia Kyle, Selen Kyle, in kind of like, kind of like a char, uh, kind of like a Cary Grant with Audrey Hepburn kind of given play. That would be that would awesome. be great.
4: If uh, Lon knew who either Cary Grant or Audrey Hepburn was. I
2: know who Cary Grant is. She yeah. wasn't always.
4: Audrey Hepburn <laughs> was. She was. Wow. Okay. It's um, her last movie, I <laughs> believe. I believe that was. Sad way to go.
3: So that's I mean, that's just uh, what a lineup and the yeah. right price and an interesting format. and Can't wait another seven days. I can
4: I mean, I they'll to. come whether no. you know they'll come whether we want them to or not. So, all right. Well, we're about
2: There's to. There's another th- comic we're looking forward to, right? And what is that? The one that's
4: being touted today, right? Chew, right? Chew number two. Um, yeah, and so we will be talking. Let's let's talk to John Layman. Here we are with John Lehman, uh, who we mentioned up top, uh, writer of the, I'd say, Runaway hit image series. Smash. Choo. Smash. Smash Runaway. I like run- How many superlatives can we throw on? Uh, but also very intimately involved with the Army of Darkness comic book adaptations, because you wrote the Marvel You're Zombies. intimately involved with, with the of Army of Darkness. That's, how about that? Oh, I like that. Uh, also uh, done Tech Jansen and a fun series a few years ago called Puffed. And currently, also working for Cryptic Studios, who uh, a local company. Did that you
2: say chew? I didn't. Hear I you did say chew. chew. Oh. That was the runaway? Hit. Was no, the I know, runaway. But I didn't know if you actually. You said he doesn't pay attention hit. to what
4: we're saying. He just goes. Wait, I don't like the. I don't like the adjective runaway. No, no. no I just. Um, I didn't know if you he ran away as a child. Chew. So I did. Chew. Chew number two, which comes out today, July first, came out today. Uh, and Image had already announced last week it was sold out before it was yep. released.
0: As I, is uh, Chew number one second printing. This is all very surreal. How does surreal that, to how
4: man. does how does that work? Okay. So, well, tell me how does it work? That it's sold out before it even gets well, released. Yeah. It's,
0: it's sold out at a distributor level, which I means uh, stores who want to reorder. Because typically, you you overprint a little, and and then stores can be like, "Oh, this 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 book was hot. I want to order you know twenty more copies." Man. But it's uh, the man, yes. yeah, the middleman has been cleaned out. So,
4: um, and then the question I have because you just said this is surreal, and that is my top question is in. Such an impacted market. Sales actually last month were down in comics in general, um, and, we, and we're always talking about how comics are kind of like ah, oh, it's dying off. And you're not DC, you're not Marvel. It's this. You're out of nowhere. How the heck did this thing get so so much attention? I mean, it's a good book. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know, and I wasn't expecting it uh, at all. And, and and I, you know, I I've been in comics for about twelve years, so I was able to call uh you know reviewers and and uh you know uh cbr and and then news news around and be like hey i got this book and you know i i was getting the press but people responded to it
4: and you worked that yourself you went out you there all the own, leg and, work, and huh? you did all the legwork so I know all
0: these people you know i can call them you know we we we've bumped uh you know rub doubles at cons for for a decade now mm-hmm. so uh uh you know i just called people and said hey here's this book but that doesn't get people to buy it. Right, that's
4: true. Even even great critical response is no guarantee that you're going to sell the book, and yet you have.
0: Yeah, and you've got an artist who's never really done anything. And uh, John Guillory, I believe. Uh, it Rob. Gilroy. Rob Guillory, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, the fact that he's really good helps. I don't think anyone yeah, was the expecting arts. it. It is. Down it's down really down down. good
4: art. I mean, I, I got to – because uh, the first issue was sold out before I could buy it, but I did – Get my hands on a copy today. So I, did re- I really enjoyed this book um,
2: for fun. Could we could we get you to do your pitch real fast that you gave to the comic shops? Like, how would you? How did you sell this book? to the different shops. like
0: Well, I didn't do any of that. Oh, okay. That just goes to previews. Well, right? how about
4: that was your high concept to Image, you said. Uh, so for those who have not gotten a hold of it, you don't know what book we're talking about. Uh, what, what was your high, high concept that convinced whoever at Image to okay this book?
1: I, I, I guess
0: the Hollywood high concept is Dexter meets Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. You know, without, the, without the mice. Uh, it's a very food-oriented book. With a lot of, like, really bloody murder.
4: So you have recipes in the back then? We could <laughs> no, people brought that up, but I If, don't if know. you'd like to make cheese soup. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they
0: said that we should cheesy. stay in character, but I'd you know, i probably poison the readership. Okay.
4: <laughs> what was your first <laughs> inkling that this thing was taking off as huge as it did? Well, I started as it to has.
0: get, um, uh, you know, calls from people or, or, you know, little messages. Hey, it's sold out of my shop. And you almost don't listen to that uh, that sort of stuff because you hear that all the time. And it's like, well, you got to wait until the big picture, and then you started hearing it more and more. And finally, we called Image and you're like, yeah, the the buzz has been huge, and it's growing. And uh, and then you started seeing it on eBay for twelve bucks, and then twenty five bucks, <laughs> and then uh, and then they were slamming. Were you selling- tempted
3: to bid?
1: No, well, were you <laughs>
0: hedging the prices a little earlier? No, people were no. telling me to sell my comps. Uh. <laughs> They're like, oh, you should make some money off that. So, <laughs> well, I mean, if all
4: goes well, you would anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah and this is a five-issue miniseries? No, it's an ongoing. Oh, the first storyline is just the first, five. The okay, first
0: so. issue is five. and uh,
4: They call that an arc in the business. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but a lot of people have mistaken this. Uh,
4: Later? You're going to regret saying that. Anyway.
0: <laughs> A lot of people thought this was a, a mini, and we've had to say no. This is an ongoing. This is it's an ongoing with a finite ending, like a Y or a Preacher or a okay. Transmat. But uh, it hasn't. Uh, you know, for now, it's an ongoing.
4: Well, and it seems that, and that, but that's interesting too to say that for for image for a character that just doesn't seem to be it was certainly not a mainstream superhero. Uh, it's not even a superhero. I shouldn't even. I'm not. Want to animate that at all? He does have powers, though, right? He or does have a power a skill. Power, yeah. Or Sibo? Well, how, how do you pronounce uh, that? Sibopath. Uh, Sibopath.
0: Which is? Uh, is
4: this a real phenomenon? I've never heard of. it. <laughs> <laughs> can we
2: explain the the the, the high concept? Well, was going uh,
4: the Dexter meets Ratatouille is that uh, the detective Chu is capable of when he whatever, whatever he, he eats, eats, he
0: gets a psychic impression from and can tell the history of. So as a kind, oh my. You eat a lot of dead bodies and figure out who the the murder uh, victim is.
2: So it's kind of like pushing daisies almost with... Um, with without the pies, no, no, no. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Not with, as, like I don't feel—I no I offense—I don't feel that's as whimsical as P- pushing daisies no, was. No, it's but, uh, but it is an interesting story. It's also set in kind of an is it an alternate future or an yeah. alternate present, alternate reality? I guess. The,
0: the, I guess the reason why I, I said it was Ratatouille, it's very food oriented. Yes, uh, all the storylines, uh, and, and I don't think you get this quite at first because there's a there's a poultry po- prohibition as as a result of. of Swine, uh, bird bird flu, flu, bird flu, yeah, which sounded ridiculous until a couple months ago, <laughs> and suddenly the swine flu came. And I'm like, "Kaching." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because
4: years ago with mad I cow, I don't think anybody in... said that. I'm I I pretty did. sure that <laughs> phrase <laughs> the has never flu, been used before. Kaching, <laughs> and then died. But <laughs> so
0: no, but it it, uh, it it sounded ridiculous that the government would do that. But then you hear when the swine flu, Egypt killed like fifty thousand pigs, and you're like, if, if there was a real epidemic. The government could take some really serious action. And then, uh, you know, let's take this kind of ridiculous concept of
1: like chicken speakeasies. I'm looking and play for it lawyer
0: food.
2: If, uh, lawyer chicken flu. speakeasies. I love yeah,
4: it. I, yeah, I like that. The black market chicken restaurants and the guy, don't buzz this guy, he's only got a couple of breasts and a leg. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's just kind of. It was kind of – it took me a minute to just adjust that so I go, oh, that's interesting. So you have that. Is it like a couple years in the future are you setting or –
0: I'd say it's about three years from now, whenever now is. Okay. You know, it's – it's an, there's no flying, you know, cars and stuff like that. But, you know, there are little differences. Okay. But pretty much it's the world like ours. All right. Just and, some political differences.
4: And you've had association – I mean, I think is part of – I think what gets the attention you say is sort of – as you say, Dexter, there's a – but even what Dexter doesn't have is the element of sort of cannibalism yeah. that's implied by this and you've got a history of I don't know if you want to say cannibals but you've worked on Marvel Zombies books uh, a lot of eating and a lot of eating, a lot of eating of, of eating a lot of eating of human flesh how do you explain that to your mother
1: uh, she doesn't understand and the thing oh, yeah. i
4: thought was then do we taste like chicken do you know
0: well, that was a part of the original pitch and i haven't really <laughs> dealt with that uh-huh. that'll
4: be the first graphic no- the first trade collection Tastes you know, like it, chicken uh, uh okay. but what so what's your i uh, what draws you to that i mean that seems and i look in in the books you've- you've written a lot of different stuff, but again, you've become known in the past couple of years for writing army of darkness crossovers and, and it's only been one oh, okay. you also did tech jansen, which yes, I, I was uh quite
2: a fan of um First, uh, what I guess created by Stephen Colbert from the Colbert Report. Yeah. Uh, um, I asked you about that a little earlier. Like, so, what was your interaction with uh, Stephen Colbert we, in writing we, this whole we thing? Met
0: him. We talked on the phone. Uh, we got emails from him and his people. I mean, he was he was uh, he was very hands on. Okay, uh, so he had a too lot hands on. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I mean, there was uh, a he, lot of. Are you saying
4: Stephen Colbert touched you? Uh,
0: Not that oh. hands on. Oh, okay. So
3: he was getting getting, uh, work in progress and he was giving you feedback on that all the way through. And it was very
0: flattering because we'd get uh, like an email saying, oh, I was reading over the script for the third time while sitting on my porch on a Sunday. And you're like, wow. (laughs) Don't don't you have anything better to do? (laughs) Uh, No. Um, It was a good series. It's all about him. (laughs) But on the other hand, it it took a long time to get feedback and there was a lot of back and forth. and, And finally we're like... Guys are giving us a lot of rewrites. And they're like, yeah. "Yeah, that's how we work with our writing staff." Isn't it great? It's like, well, not at Oni rates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, oh yeah. And, and I mean that with no respect to Oni. No, but there's, no, no there's disrespect. A different, yeah. uh, no disrespect to Oni. Well, <laughs> yes. I, I love the Oni guys, but the the economy of comics right. is different than right. You know, it's right. it's than a lot. It's TV a labor of love. Film, yeah. yeah, and so we had to kind of go back and they're like, you know we just can't. We also have to get a comic book out. There was there was a year delay between issue one and two. Yes. And part of that, that was the yeah. writer's strike, which uh. threw us off. But they had to get their show rolling again, and the comic took the lowest priority, and we had to – Oh, that's why. You know, it, it, and, it, it and, OK. Uh, we, we got it back on track for the last three issues, but it, it got hobbled.
4: Mm-hmm. Did it have?
2: Did you guys the comic have anything to do with the little animated shorts they did for the show, or were you required to watch those? Or well,
0: we, we we watched them, but there's no there's no connection. Between them, and okay. They actually encouraged us not to have continuity. Okay. You know, it's it's its own crazy world. Okay,
2: so you guys did your own thing on and, that. So. And it was
0: a lot of Tom Pyre and I uh, lived in Seattle, and we would just go to the library and make ourselves laugh, and then mm-hmm. turn it into the comic book. Nice. And then we re-read it a hundred times. You're not supposed to laugh
3: in the library that much, though. Yeah, they shushed us. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go someplace where we're not allowed to be noisy. Oh, those
4: guys again. That'll work. Uh, yeah, okay, well...
3: I, I have to ask. I- I'm loving your t-shirt.
0: Uh, it's Gamago. Is,
3: it, is, is that a character? No, name? it's a it's, or an artist. It's,
0: it's an artist, and I forget his name. But they're around at WonderCon and San Diego Con. It's
3: a, it's and, a, uh, a very. It's almost like I'm trying to think of the an artist's octopus
0: name. Octopus with a sushi knife. Uh, Shaggy,
3: almost oh, the artist Shaggy. Yeah, almost. Think
0: it's Tim Biscuit. Okay. Sure. But it's uh, Wikipedia. (laughs) It's it's
3: it's all the stuff in the background is like I've got my nigiri and I've got my sake and rice bowl and then there's a squid on a on a plate but he's got nunchucks and a sword.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's your your worst sushi ever. Yeah, he's not going to go down easy.
2: No, so, do, do we do we have anything uh, besides like Chew? Do you have any other projects in the works? Or well,
0: I, I'm working on uh, Champions Online, which is a, an, a massively multiplayer. Right, so yeah, now you, you, said you
4: mentioned you were in Seattle, but now are you a Bay Area boy? Is that... I'm a San Jose. Uh, you want to San
0: represent? Jose. All right. What
4: high school? Uh,
0: I
2: think he just lives here Oh, now. man, you
4: forgot? <laughs> no, I don't I don't think... Did you, were you born and raised no, no, in San no, Jose? No, no, I, no, you I just I, moved I, here.
0: Uh, a Californian, but I moved... Uh, I've been all over California. I moved okay. to Seattle for about five years and then uh, got the cryptic job, which was originally the Marvel MMO. Oh, and right. Like, right. Uh, write
1: the Marvel oh, MMO? Oh, cryptic Sure, studios. <laughs> cryptic
4: studios, which had been with NCSoft and mm-hmm. been responsible for developing, originally, City of Heroes. Yep, yep, yep. Now, so. when you say write the MMO, because people who
3: play MMOs may not realize this, but... They go on adventures and stuff. So you're what? I, what, what exactly are you it, writing? When it's you do that?
0: macro and it's micro. I, I'll I'll come up with and granted I'm not the only. There are game designers, there are bosses, there are combat people, and you're working in tandem. But you uh, you know come up with a zone and the storylines of this character. You know usually it's a boss and who's in got, charge of the zone? Yeah, and, and he's got critter groups and he's you know some nefarious comic book. Planet. How they
3: feel about the other zone next door? And, yes. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're at war. Uh, and then you've got you know missions, and then, you know maybe it'll start off. Oh, you've got to collect you know three fish, and then you've got to find. It sounds to like a hell of a game. <laughs> and then by the end, you, but it leads up to a climax where you're fighting, you know, a, a super villain.
2: Yeah, uh, like know, a you, squid with nunchucks. And uh, there oh, yeah. No.
0: So I'll come up with that, write all that, and it's it's sort of like the joy you get as a writer when you see your the page that you described. Uh, except it's environment artist, it's 3D artists, it's uh, uh, you know effects guys, game designers, and suddenly this thing you described, you're playing it, and then you go in into the editor and you put words in everyone's mouth, which is <laughs> cool. which is really so
3: awesome. I have to ask because I I played Champions version 1.0 when, when they didn't have a, it was version. a role playing game, yeah, yeah and they had I mean there were a number of characters that I I'm I'm not going to be able to I'm going to pretend I can't bring them to mind. Um, but they, they built Yuba. a lot of characters that they used sure. over and over in modules and stuff. Are, they, are we going to see those guys? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, so- um, I played champions as okay. a high schooler. Uh, and what happened? What was high school? Uh, Yuba City. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> big,
3: big shout out to Yuba. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and, uh, and Cryptic bought the IP. I mean, they bought the company, right. Lock, Stock, and Barrel, so we own. This twenty-five-year-old comic book universe now, with, ha- with Grand. And I used Austin to
3: drive and up and Dr. to Berlin Strayer. Game to buy directly from those guys when stuff would come and out. Then,
4: had they bought that before? Uh, you know, do they own that concurrently with the, when they were developing Marvel? No, or, uh, the yeah,
0: Marvel. Marvel thing died. and We're like, hmm, we need to make a superhero game, yeah. and, uh, and so it, right because they, they don't. It. They
4: no longer do City of Heroes at all. <laughs> they have they've <laughs> right, separated they sold, it out from sold that.
0: City of Heroes and uh, um, you know took a lot of things they learned and Champions is. Uh, just a bigger, better game. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh,
4: and do we have a release date on that?
2: Yeah, it's, uh,
0: uh, beginning of September.
4: That soon.
2: Yeah,
0: Birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is there going to
2: uh, be a presence at Comic Con? Maybe we can look forward to. Or no, I don't think so. I are you know. going
4: to be wandering around at Comic Con?
0: We'll I, tackle you. I've been at Comic Con every year for ni- since nineteen ninety one, and I'm getting wow. a table for the first time ever. Nice. At
4: Image, or are you going to be in the at uh, Image, small? Pre- okay, Image. you'll be. Yeah. You'll be, yeah I, awesome.
0: I uh, have learned from certain creators who shouldn't be named, how you do a con, which is you drink until 3 and then you sleep until 3. And I don't <laughs> typically go to the show, and now I have to to sell Jew. Um, mm-hmm. So i got to be a good boy this year. I, it's going to be very <laughs> All right, so what
4: we ask is that if we actually walk by and we say hello, will you pretend you know us?
0: <laughs> I... I may not recognize you. Oh. Because, uh, and not because of that, because I'll be so
1: tired and exhausted. Because and you've been sleep,
4: uh, drinking till 3. Yeah. and Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. understand. You'll be hanging out with Warren it's Ellis, be won't
1: murder.
4: you? <laughs> you look like a lot of people. Vaughn and I, I sure recognize I,
2: us. I do. I do have that I'm problem. I'm just going to wear the shirt that says, Remember me, John? <laughs> <laughs> I want to
0: make a shirt and sell it that says, I am the last in line. I just sell it the con. <laughs> 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 So.
4: Well, we'll <laughs> look forward to uh, You'll be at the image. Do you have assigning times, or are you just no, going to no, be one the. The You're only time
0: there? I won't be there is when I'm sleeping. Uh, which the, the go, con's could closed could so yeah <laughs> uh, and then i uh, the tech chance and hardcover comes out and I'll be at the Oni booth signing that for I would think at least an hour a day okay so mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm.
3: people I, we have one more thing uh, okay I, I've got my yeah. books here that oh we want to have, have a live signing so we're yeah. going to do a live signing here no. do you okay. have a live pen there are, there's a pen without pen
2: well I don't know
4: really? you need we need the sharpie somebody pen. get him a silver pen he, I'm well, sure he has I'll one over run there run up and get it Rick's going to run over there talk while we talk amongst ourselves I had a question go
2: ahead now a lot of properties these days are uh, getting attention from, you know, the people down south. Oh, thank you. you. Uh, I was going to ask that question. Has uh, has Hollywood come knocking on the door yet for Chew, or what's the word? There has been a
0: lot of people interested, and Mm. they've wanted to read it. And my policy is like, oh, you're from L.A., and you want to read the PDF? Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so nothing's happened at this point, and Mm -hmm. uh, Chew was not written you know, Jew was written for a comic book first and right, foremost. Right, right. But if somebody wants it, it would be a great TV show. Right, right. And a lot of people are sniffing around. Yes,
2: it's e- ex- excellent. Well, we yeah, hey, we wish you much
0: success with the uh, with the property. Well, it's already succeeded way more than I ever
1: thought it would.
4: So <laughs> excellent. Well, you know, and we say, John, you have an open invitation. Uh, I know you've got a signing tonight, but we ordinarily have. Uh, if creators come in, we like to have them just sit around and talk about movies and TV with us and everything. and so some other night when you're not signing I don't since know, you are a local boy since you are a local boy
0: yeah, come I on to think by. of a movie that I just saw recently and thought was excellent
2: Transformers
4: Probably not uh, I hope not. away we go did did you read Megan Fox's quote about that saying she read the script, didn't understand what was going on, <laughs> saw the movie, didn't understand what was going on If you and if you saw the movie without without reading the script and understood it? then you must be a genius.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know what she did understand? All the zeros exactly. on her paycheck.
4: <laughs> I'm not, I just thought that was funny. That's all you need to read. It. Anyway, so... Well, thanks, everybody. Open hey, invitation to come for back. Coming thank down. you John. Great. Thanks, John, John Lehman. Great to meet you. Right author on. of Chew. Chew. In stores now. Unless they're sold out. They'll be reordered. Yep. So, third and third catch them at con. Catch them at con. <laughs> third printing coming.
0: Third printing coming of one... Uh, second printing coming of 2 That's amazing. All on the same day as uh, number
1: 3.
0: So get on And at the image
4: booth are you going to make Todd McFarlane like get you coffee?
0: <laughs> Somebody's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks a lot, John. Bye. He's a good guy. Thanks so what, for coming what's up in?
4: next? What do we got next? Uh, what's next is uh, movies. Uh, this week uh, Ice Age 3, did anybody care? Uh, they made a part three? Yeah. Uh, uh, Is it in 3D? In 3D. That
5: finishes the cliffhanger from two, right?
4: We're all the best scenes. I'm going to be honest. I think I fell asleep in two, so I don't remember if there was a cliffhanger.
2: I I actually, at the end say. of two—the Ice Age ended, and they all right. Wronged. This is, and,
4: and, and I don't know how this is supposed to work because it's Age of the Dinosaurs. I'm like, wait a minute, if there's a mammoth, no. um, there's a museum in Arkansas. They're that's not, going, yes. Did, <laughs> the evolutionists don't know either. We got it right. <laughs> they're not trying to teach history in this thing. I I don't think so. Although no. but it wasn't trying to save Ray Romano's career.
3: It was interesting when uh, what was the Disney movie that just came out in 3D that we uh-huh. also. Oh,
4: that up. was it. Yeah. So all the when you were that watching in three D,
5: Pixar,
3: Pixar. No, but it's Disney now. It's Disney, Pixar, still Disney. Disney. It was Disney three D. Is it? Was, that's the branded three D. John Lasseter An- is in charge of all the animation. So all there's the no previews. previews okay, I'll shut up. Sorry. All the previews were in three D. This too, is what it took. Okay, including the preview for this, which
1: actually it didn't look
3: bad. I mean, but
4: oh, the they're funny. They remind me of Tex Avery cartoons. Chris Wedge as yeah. director is. It's very anarch anarchistic. It Did you see the, the Ice
2: Age trailer though, where the it's like the little fox the tries scrat, to grab his nuts or the something. The scrat, like that. yes. He, okay.
4: The trailers are always the f- scrat tries to grab his nuts. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and, yeah, so I didn't, unfortunately did not get to see a preview of that. I did get to see. What do pre- you mean, fortunately? I said, unfortunately. Unfor- and what do you mean, Unf-
2: unfortunately?
4: Well, you know, I thought I'd want to take my kids to see it. I'm sure uh, they want to see it. You know, it, it's, it's all right. You know, I did see Public Enemies, Johnny Depp and Christian um, Bale and Marion Cotillar.
2: I just saw a, f- a Facebook post. when my buddy saw it and went, it sucked. So what's your opinion? What? Yeah. I really wanted to see No, that.
4: I disagree. I think that it's uh it is a it is shall we say leisurely paced, but I want to see the movie
3: saying you know it's gonna say New York <coughs> Times says oh no, no. face what? random Facebook, Facebook posting <laughs> says
2: it sucks. <laughs>
1: um, that's one I'll listen I, to.
4: I think the thing is that that for that it is it is Depp's movie and I realized after I wrote the review that even though the structure is trying to make the balance of the formation of the of the FBI when you actually and it's fairly historically accurate, and when you start reading this, it's like wow, this is kind of amazing that until G- Dillinger, basically, you literally could rob a bank in Chicago and go
3: to another state,
4: go to another state, and they couldn't chase you, and, and that would be you know it, it. and so it's like. Because there was no like, there was no federal, federal, there was no, right. Fe, right. Law. There was That's no the charter. The federal Bureau of Investigation, Investigation. And, so, and so it's, and so so it's about the development. It's about the development of the FBI, and the first G-man, government guy. W- the big one was Melvin Purvis, who Christian Bale plays. But this is totally Depp's movie because Johnny Depp is an actor that you. Don't want to take your eyes off of. I mean, it's just so he's dreamy He is dreaming. I have i am I'm gonna say I. You know, I know this.
3: Does he have a Tommy gun? At yes. Thank you.
4: Um, but they filmed in a lot of the actual places where it happened, including the, the, the big famous shootout in this place called Little Bohemia in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, where he was surrounded And they filmed there They filmed the It's not a spoiler no, to it? say That Dillinger died But they filmed the actual The movie theater That he and recreated It's it.
5: funny Because uh, Depp was on Letterman And Letterman basically gave away The ending of the movie Now I'm not a history buff So I went Oh he died <laughs> Really? Sorry <laughs>
4: They all died. All uh, these, I, all California these robbers. Public school, right here, baby.
5: <laughs> <They were all laughs> I don't think the World ever, War II, Vietnam. No. That's that's. I don't think. They, I don't
4: happened. think it's something they really teach in schools. The history no. of crime, uh, uh, but but wasn't he kind of seen as like a, a folklore?
2: Oh, he's hero a total folk hero. He's Robin Hood. They all were back. Then. He was Robin but Hood. He gave guess, money back to the working. men.
4: Because one of the things they do, and oh. I, it's interesting, because I to just kind of <laughs> steep myself a little bit in the history of kind of the mobster. Film genre. I watched Bonnie and Clyde for the first time, uh, Warren Beatty and uh, Pay Dunaway, Dunaway. In this, uh, so I watched that Saturday night and realized that that screenplay actually stole things from the Dillinger story to make Bonnie and Clyde More seem heroic. nicer than they were. Mm. And this, apparently, this is Dillinger that the, the scene it's almost you know repeats in both movies is that when he's robbing the bank, there's a guy whose deposit is there on the counter, and he says, "I don't want your money. Put it away." I'm only here for the bank's money. And I think there's definitely an echo in today's time when we're – are we on the edge of of another depression where, yeah, Dillner's a hero because he was taking – shooting at the banks, hitting the banks where everybody thought the banks were the bad guys. And now I don't know – Let's go Rob Wall Street. Let's go Rob Wall – I mean really I could see where that would be a populist Mm – you know motion now people want I mean on a week that Bernie Madoff finally gets 150 years I think he's going to serve every last year of that Um, that that we want to see justice and Dillinger was was delivering that kind of justice that people wanted to see in the 30s but of course he was robbing banks and killing people occasionally uh but he had a definite. There's a definite code of honor, and it also contrasted against some of the other names that you know, from like Pretty Boy Floyd, and probably the best performance Channing Tatum, who will be Duke in GI Joe, uh, will give this year in film was Pretty Boy Floyd running and getting shot by uh, Melvin Purvis, and it says he didn't dodge the missile.
1: Or? No, no. I mean, it's it's
2: just, like
4: accelerators. You
5: know, um, t- Depp did make the Terminator two point that Dillinger shot at people, but is not confirmed to have killed.
4: No, okay, it's not. It, it, and, and it's also played in that it's something he doesn't want to do. If he can avoid any violence, he will. And I thought. Okay, do they have be.
2: a scene where he made the gun out of soap? Or is that another myth?
4: Uh, it, it, they have the gun. They don't show him carving it, but he does uh, have okay. it. They do. It, 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 again, pretty accurate and, and, and interesting escapes, and, and that's very thrilling. And then you go to Melvin Purvis, Christian Bale, who is just really boring to watch. Does he talk like this the yes, whole time? Yes, but no, no deeper. He's got kind of a southern accent. And I think one of the things that they're saying is, you know, it, it, good for you. Yeah. Say that? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, it is that these guys are plotting. They're methodical. The good guys. But they're not interesting. They weren't interesting. And uh, except Jagger Hoover kind of is because, you know, that Jagger Hoover turned out to be somewhat a tranny. <laughs> there's a little bit of that Billy Crudup does sort of have a little thing with Tullison, and just kind of and it's just weird like little fluttery things the way he does ends time what
2: materials is Um <laughs> a,
4: there's a scene almost like that where I'm like if you know there's that history if you know it's there you see it as a subtext and it's sort of like mm-hmm. and it's just like corduroy.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Sure they don't teach Dillinger's history but I know uh, all, all about, about <laughs> who cuz you know all about sexual deviancy uh, and Billy Crudup is amazing because that's a good-looking guy. We've seen him as Doctor Manhattan. We've seen him in his all his his blue all his blue all together, and uh, and but he look you see without doing much of the way of makeup. He's just hunching down and wearing the way they've tailored his suits. I, I've seen a lot of pictures of J. Edgar Hoover as an older man and go, yeah, he and J. Edgar Hoover was not a handsome man. And Billy Crudup is I could see Billy Crudup is a sexy woman turning up. into that. I I <laughs> doubt that, <laughs> doubt that a lot. So, when it's on depth...
3: He just said it to himself in the mirror all When time. it's
4: on depth, it's great. I and do, man. And it's really... But it is, it is... It's very leisurely. Marion Cotillard is very, is very good as an actress. She does not get the accent, because she obviously still speaks with a, French, a thick French accent, but tries to eliminate it and tries to have a Chicago accent. Some scenes she does a pretty good job, and some scenes you just hear that little French lilt and draw thing go in. And it's like, okay, but because there's, there's strength to her performance... It it makes up for that. So, final verdict. What's what's your Facebook post on this? I didn't put a Facebook post. I'm asking
3: to compose it now. uh,
4: 140 uh, characters less. You have to learn that is Twitter. Uh, I know,
3: I know, you know what was going there.
4: Leisurely but good. Okay. DVD or movie theater? I think movie theater because it is so beautifully shot. Okay. And I really like that. It has been a controversy that he shot it in HD. And how many explosions? I don't remember any. I remember Gosh. a lot of gunshots, but no actual explosions. Oh, okay. But um, he shot it in H D and so a lot of complaints is like, No, if you make a movie set in the thirties it's gotta feel like a period piece and you gotta be No, it doesn't and, it, and, this, and this really feels in a lot of places like documentary, like, well that's how they would be. I mean, you know, if you were actually there, you'd be there. It looks you know, it wouldn't yeah. look like Distance and soft focus. Well, that's
2: all Michael Mann's been doing that for the last few. And I'm fixtures, fine with that, but you know? I think
4: it's but it, it's it's a, it makes it a really good look. Only at one point he does put in a newsreel footage of the plane carrying Dillinger landing at the airfield, uh, and it's like okay. Sometimes he switches to black and white, but I think it's because it's probably the only footage yeah. they had, and it's kind of interesting just again, to remind you, yeah, this is real, and, you know, this is accurate. And even though they create, I'm um, fictionalized some incidents. I've been hearing a lot that it is really accurate. Now I want to read the book, so um, I, I dug it. I dug it. Cool. What we do you think of Public Enemy, the rap group? I dig them too. Okay. Yeah, oh. yeah. You know that I'm down with them. Okay. Um, Fight the power. Yeah. You know, and interestingly, the Channing Tatum thing. I said uh, this week, Paramount Pictures, which released Transformers, which, despite being um,
3: Transformers,
4: R O T F. Revenge. All they're missing is an L. <laughs> yeah. um, and all they're missing is my respect. And uh, despite uh, that making almost as much money last weekend as The Dark Knight. Oh, don't say that. I know it hurts. It no, does. it hurts me no, a lot. if it broke the record, I'd just it throw didn't. my computer it out didn't. the window. It didn't. But if it had broken the record, I would have become a hermit and never watched a movie again. <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, because of how bad... It was getting critically, and, of course, G.I. Joe coming. We've got that stink bomb to look forward to in August. (laughs) Ooh! G.I. Joe. Stinky! Stinky. Um, Several executives at Paramount lost their jobs this week.
2: (laughs) Wait, why? If the movie was a hit, why would they lose their jobs?
4: Because I think the black hole that will be G.I. Joe's box office return (laughs) will more than offset the (laughs) near-record-breaking attendance. For Transformers, and and it's kind of interesting because I had a conversation with Michelle last yeah. week about Transformers, and and he started typing like his opinion, and, and I said, yeah, I agree with that. And He goes, what have you done to me? I used to like movies, <laughs> and, he was real, and he was complaining about all the same things I was. <laughs> <laughs> Once you become a critic, <laughs> I ruined, ruined you. I ruined you. <laughs> and he, but he said that even in Japan, in the Tokyo premiere, like the stars were kind of there going. Yeah, we're here, and they really weren't selling it, and it seemed excited, you know, right. because it, it does seem like it, or Megan Fox gave an interview this week saying she read the she read the script, didn't understand what was going on. Did the movies that if you can understand but the movie without reading the script, then you are a genius. To be
2: fair, though, she doesn't read a lot of things and gets it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> doesn't have to. She, you know, she looks at
1: directions
2: to like make microwave pizza. And Books. Yeah. You know yeah. Apparently, yeah. I mean? she so was on Jimmy Kimmel. All of of Larson. Larson.
4: She was on Jimmy Kimmel talking about a mo- about being a comics fan. And she said she liked Witchblade and. Um, was it fathom? fathom.
5: And, uh, dressed character. And part of it is, yeah,
4: probably you like the comics that you, that somebody's given you in order to say, would you play this, please? Yeah. And see, what would you? Yeah, what would you look like in bioorganic armor that barely covers your breasts? I would pay dollars to find out.
3: <laughs> you, $10. my
4: friend, what's what's the what's the IMAX charge? Fifteen. Fifteen. 15. You would charge. You I would, would pay, pay fifteen dollars to find out. <laughs> you would pay fifteen. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, and the other downside of Transformers ROTF making as much money as it is that Michael Bay now seems to be saying he will do the third film. he didn't think oh, he would. Looky, looky. He said he wasn't going to direct the third film. And that was the only thing the only thing that gave me hope. He had
5: artistic principles? No, no, not, he was, not a third. <laughs>
4: he was tired of doing it. And the only thing that gave me hope that I said, well, maybe Transformers 3 will be watchable and appropriate for my children no, but would be if you, Michael Bay didn't do it.
2: You can't make a Transformers movie without Michael Bay. There's just no way. And yet, they apparently didn't make one with him. What do you mean? Uh, oh.
4: It was a reversal. It was oh. not yeah. you
2: know. No, I am just saying it's like as crappy That's as right. it, as Zing. crappy as that movie was. Zang. I mean, you can't do anything at scale and and Without not have it? a name, Michael Bay. You know what I mean? Like you don't get the, what they were able to shoot on the pyramids. We they were have able to Tarsum shoot a, Tarsum? Oh, okay. the guy who did uh, <laughs> the Jennifer Lopez movie,
4: the, the Cell, and, right, right, uh, right. and the Fall, the, the Fall, fall. Yes. excellent mm-hmm. movie. Now, imagine what Tarzan could do with giant fighting robots.
2: He'd make them cry. Yeah, so there's that. And then,
4: of course, next week, I don't know, what do we have coming? Oh, Bruno's coming out next week. I cannot wait for that movie. (laughs) Really? And here's the thing I hated Borat. You hated
2: Borat? I cannot wait for Bruno. I hate Bruno, and I have not seen it. Though I did love the photo.
5: Hold on. There was like a photo spread of all of his different costumes at the premiere, and the one in Spain where he's dressed like a bull. (laughs) The (laughs) bullfighters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Michael sent me a,
3: that link. I wanna, uh, Lon, can you characterize what it is about Bruno that you...
2: I don't uh, know. what I, it, First it, of all, I think Sasha Baron Cohen is pretty funny. I
4: think he's brilliant. But, but Why didn't you like Borat if you think that he's brilliant?
2: The, my biggest problem with Borat was that I thought the whole time it was going to be presented as a almost like a hidden camera documentary type film. Okay. When I watched it and found out there were parts that were staged... And that it was actually just kind of a, a narrative film, then it kind of lost all its sneaky prank uh-huh. kind of power, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, I think you I understand. You kind of know what I mean? Like, for example, when Jackass pulls a prank, you know, it's all shot live and nobody's, yeah. you know. But this one... There were parts in it where you're like, okay, he snuck into this part or whatever, but then there's other parts where, you know, the naked wrestling and whatever. That was all set up and Well, well, meant yeah, but those cuz that was
4: the actor playing his Right, but I'm producer just saying as well, like, but it was
2: it was just a problem where, to me it felt like it was like half trying to be pranky, Doc and then Hank. Well, half, I yeah, uh, like I was Hollywood okay flick. with
4: that cuz there were some things in there that I Right, <laughs> but
2: I'm just saying that was kind of the the problem with me where it was, I just felt like there was a part where just set-ups. They set up stuff where you're like you the whole it? time you're supposed to think what? Oh, okay. oh no Now the whole time you're supposed to think this was all shot and nobody knew. But then there's scenes where it's like they they have specific cutaways to where different camera shots are there, and you're like, well, wait a minute. There's no way they could have got the shot unless they were being tracked with oh, another yeah, car. Right, yeah, you know and they mean?
4: had a team of screenwriters as well. Right. I mean, you and knew so that. that's Patton why Patton d- Oswalt had written uh, Ghost written on that. But that's no that's idea. that was Borat. Right. And now we're talking Bruno. So. Well, I'm saying, but now I have
2: a different kind of ex- expectation for uh, this. Ah, because now player. you
4: know that it will have that format. Right. Plus, I just think know the
2: character's good. a little different. I think the character's gay. funny and yeah. silly. It's and funny to make fun of the game.
3: I don't, I don't know. Does I, he even
2: say he's gay? No, he does yeah, say oh he's yes. gay. Yeah, Apparently
4: yeah. He does.
3: I'm, I, this one doesn't do it for, uh, for me. I watched the DL, the Ali G show, and I thought, all, I mean, the fact that he moved from character to character in that was always great. I believe me, I think that he's got a fully rounded character here that he is absolutely in, and it's a little scary to see him drop into these <laughs> characters
4: again. Let me point you. Was that Time Magazine that had those that where you mm-hmm. sent me the... Time Magazine has this thing of like all the all the different premieres around the world, and you. Sasha Baron Cohen is in, is He's Bruno totally in, in every shot. It's amazing. Yep, my problem. Did pub-
2: anybody see him on Cohen O'Brien?
4: No. Bruno, Bruno was on... Like was
2: hilarious. He just... But it was that was the thing. It was that commitment to that character. He comes out. They're playing his music. He's doing this little dance. And it's just... It's silly and it's funnier. And to so me, I think it's so just... He
5: spends like a year or two doing this character. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. A, as a as a uh, artistic piece of work, I respect it. Yeah. But I actually am the complete flip side of your mm. Borat review. I don't like candid camera kind of stuff mm. because it it's always the same joke, right? Some guy comes in, pretends to be wacky, and all of these unsuspecting people fall for it. They right? It's just yeah. that—that's not funny to me anymore. I saw that twenty years ago with Canon camera, right? right. So I, I actually like the scripted bits more. But I don't know, I'll get bored. Or, uh, I try.
2: Think,
3: one of my problems with with uh, Bruno, uh, Bruno I—I'm having trouble understanding what he's seeing a lot
2: of yeah, the time. True. But he's not really. He almost like he did with Borat. You'll pick it up. 30 he's minutes making here. up this weird Austrian yeah. dialect. Yeah. That's not I never a, had any
3: trouble with Borat. I, I
2: don't mean, know if uh, kegelsack is a word. Is it Kugelsack? <laughs> right? Kugelsack, Kugelsack. Yeah. So oh just my, like you
1: did my with my Borat. Pugelsack. Yeah.
3: Plus, I thought the premise was more interesting. That you've got the Ukrainian – the the kind of whatever country, Kazakhstan, from Kazakhstanian, coming to America to make a documentary about America t- to take to the Kazastani people I, th- I thought that was a that was a much more in- intriguing well, we'll premise we'll see we'll see I, I'm just I looking just respect forward any,
4: to any guy one has that commitment but is that he's committed to um, just getting in people's faces yeah. about taboo things not he, since, he's uh, like the new Andy Kaufman that's right? why I was going to go right there I find him much funnier than I ever found Andy Kaufman maybe because I'm I older too.
1: well
5: there's that Mickey Mouse bit which I love. Mighty Mouse, Mighty, Mighty Mouse. Mouse, Mouse
4: bit, yes. Here I yeah. come to save the day. And
5: Taxi, but other than that. Yeah. I agree.
4: yeah. Um, and, and, you know, but I think Such a Baron Cohen, you know, in Sweeney Todd was great. Mm-hmm. You, you see him in uh, even in uh, I didn't like li- I didn't like Talladega Nights that much, but but he was he, funny, but it? he was hilarious in it. Yeah. So, you know, that's I you know, the only thing but Talladega Nights it's like you Nights said though. It's r-
2: it's bringing attention to these these social faux pas or
4: whatever or you know, just he's... Well, even that trailer where they put him on the talk show with this adopted African baby and it says they are giving him a traditional African-American name, O.J. And everybody... Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because, I mean, he were seeing, you know, because if you think back at the time, I mean, it really was. It was, see, you know, that was this hypocrisy in on both sides of the of the, the race card, shall we say, during the O.J. trial. And, you know, yeah, he and it's still there. And he's going to... Push the button. Or or, the fact that he's adopting an African baby, I mean,
2: which is... Which he
4: traded. I forget what he says he traded for, but...
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it's one of those where Madonna, Angelina Jolie, all these people are doing it, and, you know, nobody's really talking about it. Now he's poking fun. It's
4: it's great. Um, I do have some casting news for Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Are you guys ready for this? Okay, I'm going to hold
3: on to the table here. Okay. Wait, for,
2: wait, give us the characters. This is the, okay, this is the Jane, Broadway show. The
4: Broadway show. That's being, yeah. the music's being done by you two. By Bono, Bono and the Edge. They don't want to yeah. say they're you two. Sure. Okay, fine. Because the other guys, <laughs> that nobody, <laughs> Adam Clayton know and. Uh, do they don't. Um, okay. Bobby. So no. Mary Jane. Oh, you know the other guy? I don't remember. <laughs> I right? have no idea. Know Adam Clayton's the drummer. That's all. Uh, um, yeah, so Mary Jane has been cast. Okay. And it's somebody that had been rumored to be, to be, be playing Mary Jane. Okay. Amy Adams? No. It is someone young. Isla Fisher, who is appearing currently on True Blood.
2: Hmm, Anna Paquin. No, um, I'm not watching the current
4: Evan, season. Evan Rachel Wood, who's going to be she's the vampire queen Blood? of. I mean, she may not have appeared oh. yet. She's going to be the vampire queen oh, of Louisiana spoiler in alert. season two. Oh, okay.
1: oh, way to ruin
4: it. Which has been all over the net because she's young, blonde, and hot, and she'll be playing Mary Jane uh, in 2010 on Broadway. She's going to be blonde. Uh, she'll probably dye her hair red. Okay. Because I, I suspect... Evan
2: Rachel, wasn't she in The Wrestler?
4: Yes. She played Mickey Rourke's daughter in The Wrestler. She's got yes. like a
2: brunette in that one. She was well, normally blonde. She was oh. blonde
4: in her younger career. She was on... Not 30-something. 13. Uh, uh, she was on she, in 13, yeah. Um, and Norman Osborn has been cast. Oh, and it okay. is someone who has a history already playing a character in the Marvel Universe.
2: Michael Clark Duncan. No.
4: Oh. Wow. Great pathetic guest. No. <laughs>
2: wow. Uh. No. Uh, ben Affleck. No.
4: No. I was going there next.
2: Stanley.
1: <laughs> wow. That would be amazing.
4: Uh, although apparently Stanley is by the way playing Larry King in Iron Man 2. That's so the con- so the joke running joke in the Iron Man movies will be that Stanley will appear as other oh old God. celebrities. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, no. Bruce. Uh, Are you ready uh, for no, this? Right, no. We'll uh, it's. Uh, Lou Frigno. Uh I Am the so Great Nightcrawler. Oh. Uh, Alan. Alan, Alan Cumming, Cumming will be playing wow. Norman Osborn. Tony Award winner. A great Alan Cumming. He's a great singer. We should
2: have said Hugh Jackman. That would have been funnier.
4: My favorite song from it, But from I totally him? would have. Got, uh, Hugh Jackman. I'm
3: there. <laughs> My favorite song of his is that little tiny bit he does in Spy Kids 1.
4: I just love that song. Uh, who, what, where, when, and why? Uh, the. Uh, sing
1: it. It's a cool, cool world, all you little boys and girls, and some mean, nasty people want to have you for their supper, but if you follow me, you can all be free, free, you cannot be free, As a bird. On a big TV, if you dream, if you
0: dream, if you dream, my dream. So go, go, go from the nasty boys and girls, from oh, the selfish, mean, nasty people, oh,
5: nasty, oh, nasty, nasty, oh, nasty, oh, nasty. But there's a way you can make your day. You can laugh, you can smile, you, you can, can come and stay a well. well. You can dream, my dream, you can, can, can have you it all me. with me.
1: You can dream, my dream. dream, you can dream, my dream, you can dream. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a a, a typical
3: it could have fallen out of almost any Tim Burton movie.
4: Yeah, it's because Danny Elfman wrote it. It Who, what, where, when and why. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen Spy Kids way too many times. Okay. I like Spy Kids, actually. I didn't know it had a name. Yes, all uh, songs, have songs not on the do, soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all songs have titles, <laughs> not all of them, except for the songs they're called untitled, and then even that's the title. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so that's the the, the kind of. Uh, it's not really movie news to say that, but it's interesting that. So basically,
2: Norman Osborne's going to sing. Is what you're saying? Well, well it's, it's a, a musical. musical. <laughs> Just like. We need Todd saying, too. Wait does, anybody, a does anybody else like think this is weird or wrong? No. Or... It's a musical.
3: I know,
5: but everybody
2: I hate... sings.
4: Phantom of the Opera. If your basic premise is is a Spider Man musical, wrong. I know. I will. I will res- yes. <laughs> <laughs> respect. Yes, I will respect that. Your opinion. Should everyone <laughs> in it sing? Of course. <laughs> I wanted to be an weird. operetta. Let it. <laughs> if he
5: doesn't sing, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> wow. Hmm.
4: I know
2: Spider-Man casting now.
4: No, but it's rumored to be the guy that played opposite Evan Rachel Wood in Across the Universe, Jim. Oh yeah, uh, Sturgis, who was in Twenty One. He's a good choice. uh, That's that's the rumor, but he's not confirmed. (laughs) He's not confirmed. Let's turn to TV. You said the spinoff of the of Family Guy showed up last week. I I saw no. I
3: saw a commercial for it. The 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 Cleveland Cleveland show. show. And apparently, it's been long rumored. He's got a brand new family who have never seen before. He's got like three kids. And uh, Have you watched it? I've, I've seen the commercial. The commercial's oh. long. It's like, Andrew, have you watched he's it? He's got one kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one kid who who's has. kind of... The thing is, he's got a kid that's kind of like Stewie. You've seen somebody, somebody who has. I know
2: somebody who has. Yeah. No, so you know Can't say their name. <laughs> is it? It's the man who was in the store earlier taking pictures. No.
5: Is it Mr. Berathian?
4: Shmave Flappia? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, it was actually Shmave Flappia who gave me a review earlier. And He's, what did he say? He wasn't that impressed. So, Does he like Family Guy? Uh, we lo- Yeah, he loves Family Guy.
4: So. We love Family Guy. Did Shmave
2: Flappia leave? No. Yes. He took off? Yes. Oh, uh, we can't get it. Well, that's review. weird
4: that uh, Shmim Schmatson knew. <laughs> <laughs> Shmim Schmatson <laughs> Who Shmay Floppy was
2: But apparently there is a version going around So uh, okay. you could check it out
4: okay. uh, Well alright So we've got I, you know, I don't know But do you wa- you did watch Virtuality Oh my god Where everybody in on the internet has been going Oh Fox they're going to ruin another t- Here's this great two hour pilot And nobody wants to And they don't want to make it a series And they're just teasing us And now your opinion after watching this two hour pilot is Oh Ronald what D. Moore, a, was What about a sort of waste
3: of again? time that thing was <laughs> So the, it's the the premise is they're on a long they're on a a deep space trip. They're they're in our 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 galaxy currently and they've got to go they're going to go out and investigate a nearby star to see if it's habitable. While they're out there they determine that in 100 years the earth is no longer going to be a place where people can live. So now they they're scouting a new location for the population of, the, of earth. So you've got that basic premise but In this, you have a reality show because there's somebody on board the ship who's producing a reality show. Of everyone on the ship and how they're getting along and what they're doing. So it's
2: like a real world it's outer like real space. It's
4: a real world and outer space. You don't
3: think this is what's going to happen when we have to abandon Earth? And on top of that, you have this virtuality system that was originally set up for training and then turned into be this good therapy for people on deep space missions so they can go in and be other places and experience other things. Then something horrible goes wrong. of course. Guess what happens? A plot? Bad things start happening in the virtual world. And you know what else? There's a robot that controls a ship. Guess what happens with that? Is his name Moriarty? That's never good. The robot all of a sudden becomes undependable and people die. That's never good. Oh, man.
5: I've seen that story before, and it never ends well. No,
4: no, never. And The
3: only thing worse about this is it ends on a cliffhanger that was obviously supposed to be uh, concluded or extended into the TV series, which we're never going to see. Not
4: that that's necessarily a bad thing. Not that you'd watch it, but I don't know. Rick could give it like six episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's face it. You know, again. People are eating crow on dollhouse, so maybe Rick's, yeah. Rick's way is the best yeah, way. Yeah, maybe. 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 I'm not going to say it. it's true, but it's true. M- maybe. Uh, next week, we only have five episodes for Torchwood. Yeah. Uh, BBC will be releasing that, and apparently, uh, John Barrowman has given an interview complaining about I wanted to do more. Um, <laughs> and but we'll see. Because uh, well, they pay him by the episode. Yeah, they must. <laughs> I think he's an egotistical man. Is
5: is that the new format, though? Are they going to do like a fourth season with five episodes? We, we don't know. See what they were talking about it's being
4: kind of an experimental thing. They're trying out.
3: But actually, if you look at the old series, Doctor Who, they would do, for one storyline, they do multiple episodes. They they would do like
5: yeah.
3: five to seven episodes.
4: For, I'm cool with that. Yeah.
5: Just, you know, tell me they're going to be five more in six months.
4: Ah, you I know. can't. No?
5: No. Why Why do you tease me?
4: Sci-fi did announce that uh, they are going to revive. Uh, although I could, do, I still pronounce it sci-fi. It's I believe C-fee. Next, C-fee. Is, is it next week yeah. is sci <laughs> I think week. next week it becomes sci-fi. So sci-fi. Seafi announced that they are going to revive. This is Alien Nation. Are they going to do a revive? sequel series? Are going to do a new series? A new series, Not a relaunch, or a, re- it's a re- pre- rebooting? It's a rebooting, I guess. Set twenty years. It, the, the way I read it, read it was to say it was twenty years after the events of the movie, and things have turned around. Uh, but it's in the Pacific what about Northwest after the series. Northwest though? going to well, dealing with a different set of aliens, so that you could, if okay. you want to believe, and I, I'd say this is probably the better way to do it. If you want to, if you treasure as I did, I loved that that Fox but that's series still over there that still something. happened, and this is what's happening now as they as the so they're introducing covers.
5: a third set of aliens.
4: No, no, be no, no the no, no. same aliens, just a but, different. But that they've that they've, uh, they've dispersed throughout the country. Oh, okay, because really in the in uh, the so movie in L.A.
5: And, aliens are cool, but yeah, in, in the Kansas, movie, yeah,
4: in, well, in the Pacific Northwest, like in Washington or something. So it's you know <laughs> Twin Peaks. I don't know. Okay, uh, you know there was. Yeah, the Northern oh. Exposure of Alien Nation. <laughs> you I,
2: know there was probably like that production company had this just abundance of those little head, those alien head helmets yes. or whatever and
4: like we could uh, bring back Alien Nation. Well, the thing is it really was a good series. It was and a I good series it. of te- of of TV movies afterwards. They like wrapped it up you know, three or four TV movies. You combine a cop show with anything and it's good.
5: Especially aliens.
4: Really? <laughs> All right. That's a challenge. Uh, come back next week with really bad cop show pitches. To what about
5: see that uh, musical one? Cop rock? cop rock? Oh, that was cop awesome. Rock.
4: <laughs>
3: You're proving my point. I don't know. Uh, really? <laughs> Taking a stab in the dark. <laughs> I, I watched what that. What
2: about that cop that was a vampire?
4: Dark night? Cop uh, vampire? Moonlight? Uh, Moonlight? Moonlight? Yeah. No, 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 What Moonlight. about the cop that it was, was uh, blind? Blood copper. No, uh, was Moonlight and Forever Night. The cop Forever was blind. Uh, what was that called? Uh, Something that was, uh, Long That was Longstreet.
3: Longstreet. No, no. Oh, Second Sight. Second Sight. James Franciscus. Oh, okay. Well, there was Longstreet. Yeah, was the blind. He was the blind, with, was the blind with one.
4: Bruce Lee. Oh, I didn't know Bruce Lee was in that. That's a long time goes.
2: ago. What about the cop that teamed up with the young karate uh, specialist? Green Hornet. <laughs> no uh, sidekicks with Jill,
4: Garrard, Jill uh, Gil Gerard.
2: Jill. Jill Gerard. Jill
4: Gerard. All oh, awesome. I, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing out the. I, I believe. I believe that uh, cop on
5: a motorcycle. Anybody? Cop on a motorcycle.
4: What about uh Turner and Hooch
2: K9? Cop and a Dog? Uh, uh, co- cop and a
4: Dog. <laughs> dog. It's, the, it's the fabulous ones-a. Uh, one's a cop, ones a dog. Uh, <laughs> cop and a Half, Burt Reynolds? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, and, and, uh, cop and a Little cop? Black.
5: I, I think Rick's bubble just burst. <laughs> cop and a Half. Okay. I
4: listen a TV series. Uh, cop and his mom? Stop and my mom will shoot. That, that <laughs> movie, oh, movie. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, but it would have been a great series. Yeah. True. Would have been a True. great series. Uh, wasn't
2: there a Cop and a Dead Partner Ghost TV show? That
4: ever yeah, happen? I think there was. I'm sure there has been. There's been cop and a robot, man and machine. <laughs> yes. And, uh, what was it? Manimal? Or Holmes and Yo-Yo. Manimal? He wasn't a cop.
2: Uh, but weren't his friends cops? Uh,
4: he was friends. with. The, he often helped with the, the Z-Force. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Um, I rest my <laughs> a Few people realize. In fact, there was a sequel to Manimal appeared in uh, Nightman when they had the Nightman TV show. Womanimal? Yeah. Womanimal. Yes, his daughter. His daughter. It both... I, th-
3: I think we've given our our listeners enough stuff to <laughs> well, look up on Wikipedia. Let's now. talk about
4: some real world stuff. Did you guys see that video of the of the the life form in the sewer? It's in-
5: worms. They've already disproved it. i nine has it up. It's how it, could it be worms? Scientists have already come out and said it's like a little pack of weird worms, and that's ha- that's completely natural around a tree root or yeah. something. I
4: don't like knowing that. You talking about the thing Eager. that
2: looked like a scrotum on Chuck yes. Farnham's Facebook yes. today? Yes, yes, yes. That, it was so
4: gross; I didn't want to watch it. Did everyone now.
5: watch Chuck Farnham's Facebook today? Well, then you know what we're talking about.
4: Okay, good. It was on IO9. Yes, okay. So, even saying it's worms, it still disturbs me. Uh, uh, Derek, you a, Derek, you should just stay out of the sewers.
3: What's funny is that like,
5: I will. Twelve okay. hours earlier, I I'd, I'd read the article saying it's no big deal; it's just a button. Then I, all day long, I had to look at. What is this? So strange, mysterious alien creatures.
4: I thought I, I will say that it was interesting that they that the city was a, it the city of North Carolina, sure, where they said uh, that it was like a private sewer line. It's like what you can have private <laughs> sewer lines, and we don't know what's going on there. We're like wait a minute, the city's- Derek
2: and Derek,
3: the rich are different.
2: Neverland had a private sewer line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm.
4: Okay, and
2: Let's move on. Uh, I,
4: I I don't know if I have it. Somebody save us with something interesting to say. Oh, I was going to talk about. Uh, I I think next week that I got this email saying next week that it's going to be the first. And you have to explain this to me. This for this Star Trek on Blu-ray, the first season DVD, right? Uh, Blu-ray disc, the BD is going to have an online. And, and, and you said Zach, Schneider? what's his name? Zach Snyder is going to do this for. With the Watchmen Blu ray, as well, to have like commentary that's live. How does this work? And is this something we really need to be fascinated by? It's not all that
1: fascinating, isn't they, it?
2: I mean, and and you, you'd probably be the expert, but let me just. That's why I'm crack turning to Rick Rick for it. For yeah. It. Yeah. isn't it where you can you, your blog your Blu ray player can plug in and you yep. can pretty much go to like a Xbox Live or like a Blu ray, yeah, it's like live. a browser
3: and you can incorporate that into the Blu ray. UI. And don't they do like
2: screenings where they tell you all, okay, start your start your screening now, and then there's
3: actually there's actually a a couple places um, in I think it's on Xbox. I haven't done this. I really need to do it where you can you can sync up the showing of a movie with your your friends and all be watching the same movie at the same time to make comment and listening to Dark Side of the Moon, yeah, backwards. And the actually the Xbox version would put all of your avatars silhouettes up there on the screen right. at the bottom of the movie, kind of like in uh, Mystery, Mystery Science three thousand.
2: Yeah. But that's apparently oh, rift tracks now. Right. Yes, now. 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 So. but that's apparently what the whole Blu-ray thing was because I re- when Dark Knight put out the Blu-ray, yeah. they were talking about how Nolan was going to be doing like live commentary with people. And, you and know, there's there's, like that, there's so. stuff
3: that uh, any any of these formats and you know we we'll go back to the the, uh, the original HD uh, DVD format when I got my Transformers disc and I put it into the Xbox it would connect and it downloaded an app that sat on top of the movie. And as you were watching the movie, if this, the robot – it would tell you what robot was active by the icons around the outside would light up. just say which robot it was. So
2: you could finally tell them apart. And it,
3: <laughs> and it would sh- I need that app. And it would show you a GPS with a world map as to where they were fighting. That's
2: pretty cool. And it
3: was all around the outside. So it's like a, a little comu- uh, custom computer UI around the outside of the movie. Now, see, that's like in- the
2: future of film. We were talking about the future of film earlier. Why don't we just do that with On the home video? No. Why don't we do that at the theater? Well, have interactive. Well, you see, know, here's interactive thi- trim. No, no, be,
4: because here's my thing. No, because believe, believe me, I know what I said. I, I, because I believe that competent filmmaking. Means that you don't have to have a little guide outside telling you where they are and who they are. True! Right.
2: But guess what? And you, the other th- you need to have competent f- audience members f- to understand well, see, a
4: and, competent here's, and Here's my other problem. If we're going to complain. It, it, it
3: shuts one guy up behind me,
4: it's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> exactly. Well, here I'm going to say if we're going to complain about going to movies and people yakking it up in movies. And then we're gonna have the. I'm gonna get the guy who can't read without moving his lips. And then we're gonna have the the say. And on Blu-ray, go home and sync up and yak it up while you watch the movie on DVD. Go be desert. Are it's,
2: we not causing a problem no, here? No, because that's in the, that's in the, qua- the privacy we a, of
4: your own home. We tr- but people don't know that. There's no such thing. There's no difference anymore.
3: The other cool thing, Let's I'm moving this thing right along, the other cool thing about that DVD really, collection about to rant. Go is, ahead. is that you can... This is Star Trek Season 1. This is Star Trek Season 1, which which a couple of years ago, um, Sci-Fi Channel, I think it was, paid some production company to go in and redo the digital effects on. Mm-hmm. And so when they're... they're when they're in the outer space scene, since so the Enterprise, the Enterprise has been cleaned up and digitally ma- and digitally put into the frame. So it's not like a hanging model right. anymore. Right, and they planets. trim the testers glue and, off. And of the, the planets, outside planets of are beautiful. Cool. Uh, you can actually um, uh, any of the newer. You can reach out Star out Trek. It them. doesn't have to be DVD. Uh, Blu-ray, the standard DVDs are this way. However, the Blu-ray format will let you go back and forth, and you'll be able to look yes. at the original and oh, then look at, and flip cool. back and forth and see so they where see they've how added. Easy, the original. Sometimes, like in the scenes where they're on a planet, it would just go back there and go. Oh, there's a yellow scrim back there. Now they've added something behind them. That's kind of cool. Now it's I'm, it's I'm, really kind of cool from from I, the I, s- I, it, one, one
4: complaint that I've heard about that is is that when they've remastered and done these and I and I would imagine on Blu-rays, it's, it's even clearer. Is that uh, you can see kind of the heavy television makeup in a very different way that they. Is this true? Have you found that distracting?
3: I, actually, I just watched the uh, HD version of City on the Edge of Forever, and I just thought it was beautiful. I mean. It's well, uh, a beautiful
4: episode. Yeah.
2: Could be nothing. But maybe we should check it out.
4: <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get the DVD DVDs? Or that was, uh, you uh, want that was to get in, the Blu-ray?
2: That was, in con- uh, what? That was your Scotty impersonation? No, that was... That was your... Just stick but with we can it. Check out all right, well, I,
4: I think... Uh, I well, think on that note... Let's check it out. Uh, if you've got any questions, comments, compliments, complaints, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I want
2: to send a quick shout-out real quick. Please fast.
4: do. Shout-out, shout-out. Hey!
2: Shout-out to a loyal listener. I was at the Normandy house in Santa Clara, and uh, a young man named Paul working the bar uh, asked, oh, "Are you Lawn from the Fanboy Planet podcast?" You're kidding me! I swear to God, we have six I, listeners. And he bought me a beer, so I wanted to say seriously. So I wanted to say thanks to Paul, Whoa. one of our loyal listeners. We should head down there right now, <laughs> Normandy. Okay. Right. Thanks for listening, Paul. We appreciate. I appreciate the beer. But do we all uh um, no, not too much. No. Maybe I no, didn't ask. No. So.
4: I was too drunk that night. So. Oh, great. Okay. Well anyway, uh so I'm Jerry McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Michael Goodson. I'm Lon Lopez.
3: And I'm Rick Snyder. reminding you to use, use your, your
5: powers, powers only for, for good.
3: good. <laughs>
2: be nothing but maybe we should check it out
3: and thanks once again to the great luke ski for use of his music in this podcast visit luke ski at www.luke
1: lukeski <laughs> <You> say some <laughs> words <laughs> sounds good okay <laughs>
2: Sure. Like it. I okay. like it. That feels
1: good. There we go. Oh, it's oh, Did what? you hear that news?
2: He a leak. He'd make them cry. Jeez.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some sort of bleep ready for that? Yeah, I'm just watching the Times. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not making any notes. That's impressive. Um. You guys in your Torchwood. You Torchwood, good times. You all right, like so some we're sort of strange uh, idiot savant that you are able to like look at that and remember in your head Eight where it's he, on
2: the
3: first
1: one, <laughs> <where> on seven, <laughs> all, and on all 23. All
5: program spreadsheets. I mean, okay, <laughs> that's not what I do. That's <laughs> what I assume you do. Okay. Goodson, Goodson, That's what I characterize Goodson you doesn't know there
4: what he go. does. Okay. Um, i need cold cream. <laughs> I know. And someday that's going to save us all. Um, Sci-Fi did announce that uh, they were going to revive. We will be talking. Let's let's talk to John Lehman. Let's go. I'm going to go run over there and see if I can grab him. Be kind. Be gentle. No. Oh. And now you want to take a break? Mr.
5: Lehman. All of those again to figure out like, what the J&K podcast was all about. I you know, remember Kevin Miller changed his icon to that oh, guy's face, oh, and I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, who? Uh, who is that guy? And,
3: Charlie, Charlie and Humphrey. Humphrey yeah.
5: then, I, then they're all on YouTube.
3: You watch all the Charlie... Oh, you watched the, the special ones. Right. Because that was like every day for like yeah. six years. Oh, during, during the... When I had the that board,
5: and they'd light up, and choose yeah. different winners each week. Yeah.
4: <laughs> like dialing for dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Three, okay. three two... <laughs> oh, that John Lehman yeah. deal.
1: He's a good guy. <laughs> Thanks so, for coming in. What's up
3: next? What do we got next? Uh, what-
1: for their supper but if you follow me you cannot all be free free you can be free as a bird on a big TV if you dream if you dream if you dream my dream go from the nasty boys and girls to the
0: selfish mean nasty people nasty 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 but
5: there's a way you can make your day you can laugh you can smile you can come and stay well you can dream
1: my dream you can have it all with me you can dream my dreams, you can dream my dreams, you can dream my dream. You recorded that, didn't you? Recorded what? It's exactly. Okay.